So you like hockey? Congratulations. You're amongst the smartest sports fans in the world. Want to fight about it? Join me, the Hockey Troll, and that snack, Polly Cupcakes, every Monday and Thursday on the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL, your Washington Capitals. Not only do we bring you the best Washington Capitals coverage, but we've got the hottest takes and the tastiest content. Tune in wherever you get your podcast and at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Chirp us on all social media platforms at Caps Chirp. See you beauties and benders there. Welcome back to the Florida Hockey Podcast, Justin Bedford, alongside Noah Russo, as always. And today we're joined by Jacob Barker and Taylor DiBernardo. How you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? Oh, just fantastic. A little hungover, but fantastic. <laughs> you know, right. Sully and all the roommates came back last night, so, you know, hanging out. <laughs> but, I mean, also, you know Bender? Yeah. Yeah, Bender, Bender came too, and it was like 7 p.m. They're going to like the liquor store, and they're like, yeah, we're going hard tonight. This guy fell asleep at like 8.30. 8.30, done for the night. Didn't see him again. That's hilarious. What a bust, but that's okay. Uh, Wait, so was Brody back? No, okay, Brody said next weekend or two weekends. I don't know. He might never come back, and we're just going to have to live with that. Well, if his girlfriend goes back, he's going to have to go back. That is true. That is true. All of it, the girlfriend. Um, but yeah, we're going to do our division rankings today, our projected standings, see what you guys got. Um, before we get into that, though, obviously, with training camps kind of winding down now, uh, we have, you know, all these players on waivers. The Panthers claimed uh, Gustav Forsling the other day. What do you think of the acquisition? And do you think he makes any impact whatsoever? Um, I think it would be good if he can get a spot on the Syracuse Crunch. Yeah, fantastic for the Crunch. (laughs) Might even find his way down to the Swamp Rabbits in the ECHL. Like that—that's pretty much it. I—he hasn't played an NHL game in over a year now. Um, and it was nothing impressive when he was playing for Chicago. Yeah, I mean that defense not exactly the hardest to crack there. (laughs) So. No, then we'll see. We'll see if he does anything. I mean, they released Scott Darwin too from his PTO. 
which yeah like, I th- very expected. I think that was that was pretty we, we expected that especially concerning the Montembeau signing exactly and I mean Montembeau elite elite yeah yeah just one of many elite goalies that the Panthers have uh but yeah I don't expect good stuff for us to really do much um but we'll what division do we say we want to start with let's do east east all right we'll start with the east uh should go we'll go last to first all right, who you guys got? If we, if we don't all have the same team as last for the East, we may have an issue. All right, well, let's see. No, who you got? The New Jersey Devils. Solid, solid. Solid, Jacob. I also have the Devils. <laughs> Taylor. Thanks again for having me. It's an honor and a privilege. I also have the Devils. Yeah, I also have the Devils, too. No surprises. <laughs> they suck. Man, they're trash. Yeah, so very expected. I mean, you know, they just lost Corey Crawford, too. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an imp- interesting one. So that, that Blackwood Wedgwood tandem, that's going to be tough, especially if anything happens to Blackwood. Rough for them. Uh, second last, who you guys got? Start Noah. All right, well, I'm going to go a little off the board. I, I don't know if... People have high expectations for them with the signing this summer, but I still think that it's the city of mediocrity and it's the Buffalo Sabres. Right on, right on. Barker? Going very off the board here at this one. This is a team I have absolutely zero faith in for this year. The Boston Bruins will be second last in this team. What? This team just screams falling apart at this at this point in their team pastor knives out for a while no, so, he's out for like two weeks that's a while in this season that's like six games <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's a lot uh, their defense is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life at this point it is so, <laughs> charlie Ma- charlie Mack- you're, you're a senators fan chirp <laughs> in the bruins <laughs> it is equivalent if not worse, Charlie McAvoy is all that they have left on that defensive side. I that think Chris looks good. I think they're going to underperform. That's been, that's what it's going to come down to. This East Division is strong, and I if I'm looking at all these teams and I'm looking at the teams that could underperform here, like will they realistically finish seventh? No, but like that's just like me saying how low I think of them this year. Like I don't think of them as a play, as a playoff team. This year, I don't think of them as like, like and realistically, they could probably be like fourth or fifth in the division. But I, with the, with the teams that are in the East, with these other teams that are starting to kind of rise, I see the Bruins going the other way. And I think it's just the, of all the seasons for them to underperform, this is the one. Well, it's a bold prediction, but I like it. Yeah, Taylor, who you got? I also have the Sabres. I mean, there's no player that screams I hate making the playoffs more than Taylor Hall. I mean, as much as I love his game, (laughs) he really hates making the playoffs. Um, And yeah, they just don't have a deep enough roster, even with their new acquisitions and all. I don't think that they're really poised to do too much. So I have the Sabres being second to last, even though they will have some improvement, I think. Yeah, I think Buffalo will be a little better. I actually had the Islanders as my second last team. Whoa. Are you chirping Jacob for taking Yeah, you're coming in here. <laughs> Dude, I have no faith in the Islanders whatsoever. They're just so boring, and I don't want to watch them, and I want to cheer for them, and I just want them to 
I just don't want them to succeed in any any way whatsoever. <laughs> so it's more just hopeful that they're gonna, they lost Devon Taves to Colorado. You know, that's and a gang. huge yeah. <laughs> big big win for Colorado. Big yeah, I'll talk more. <laughs> <laughs> big yeah, loss for the Islanders. Uh I mean they got Matt Barzell signed. Cool. I guess, you know, if he can do it himself, that's great. Um they're just so boring. And like Ilya Sorokin, is he good? We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, if, no. if Barry Trotz wasn't their coach, I'd have them peg lower too. But I real, I'm a big Barry Trotz truther. So, but yeah, that's that's a that's a solid pick. I also think Islanders in Boston are gonna kind of uh, take a step back. So those are I like those aggressively aggressively uh, strong uh, takes on the second worst. <laughs> <laughs> After a real boring first, <laughs> yeah, becoming <laughs> firing. Yeah. All right, Noah, you got third last. All right. Third last, um, I'm going to go with maybe a surprise to some, but the Washington Capitals. Wow. I, I uh, you know, it's still a solid team, but I think that the whole division got better while they just kind of stayed the same. And What do you mean they stayed the same? They signed Zidane Chara. <laughs> Game changer. You want to know what? Like, had they had Lungfist, had he not been injured, maybe I would reconsider. But I don't know. It's like you, you can't really. I, I, I don't think they're they're poised for greatness this season. Although Ovi is still going to put up points. That's a that's a truth. Yeah, no, no, not not a bad take, Barker. What do you got? Uh, I'll put Buffalo here. I think. Yeah, like like Taylor said, like. Even with the addition of Taylor Hall, this team doesn't have a lot of depth unless Jeff Skinner is able to return to form <laughs> on that fourth all, line, which we all hope for. We're all very <laughs> hopeful for Jeff Skinner. Um, I'd like, I am like, with that being said, I'm excited. I'm hoping Dylan Cousins makes the team. And I think that he, again, it's going to take a bit for him to kind of get comfortable into his role. He's pegged in on the third line right now, but second power play unit, it's been. Like that. I loved him at the World Juniors. I think he's a great player, so I'm hoping that he can translate his game, and we'll we'll see what happens. So I'll be watching Buffalo a lot this year, but uh, they also have Rasmus Dahlin, noted first <laughs> overall pick a couple of years ago, that uh, is impressive, but also like because he plays in Buffalo, people often forget about him. So he he's good. So like lots of talent still on the team. It's just I I don't think that they're deep enough and. Like yeah, I don't I don't think they can finish much higher than this. Yeah, I mean it's not a great sign when Tage Thompson's on your first line right now. <laughs> it's never a good sign. Yeah, it's not usually <laughs> the way to do it. Uh, Taylor, who you got? Um, real quick, random note. I think my favorite Rasmus Dahlin uh, moment was the day that he was drafted. I don't know if anyone remembers watching that live when Craig Button decided to compare him to Barry Sanders as the the running back for the Detroit Lions as the right comparable. He goes, you know who this guy reminds me of? Barry Sanders. And then they started showing clips of Barry Sanders <laughs> running the ball. And then they went back to Rasmus Dalid, clearing the zone and checking. And I was like, wow, he's going to be a good player one day. So every time I hear his name, I think of Barry Sanders. So anyway, I actually, uh, surprisingly, I'm still, uh, must be the same education. I'm going with what Noah said. I have the Capitals. I think they're, they're too slow. Um, they're only getting older. I still love... Ovi's going to put up points, but like they really, they don't, they kind of strike me as they're finally coming off their like little window from their cup. Um, I think they're going to take a little bit of a regression and same thing. There are teams in this division 
that I think only got stronger um, and are only going to get better. So it's it's going to be tough. It's going to be really close. Um, but I have I have the Caps at, at third worst. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I had the Caps pretty well last year, and then they did pretty well. So, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I still believe in them. I got Buffalo in this slot uh, for the same reasons that Barker mentioned. Also, I don't like their goaltenders at all. Yeah, we haven't talked about that, but their goalies are bad. Yeah, I know. It, 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 it's incredible we haven't talked about that yet, considering how much we bash the Sabres on this podcast for no reason. But... I, Carter, Carter Hutton takes no days off, though, so we got to remember that. That's true. Um, that's true. And, I mean, they got Sam Reinhart. I mean, <laughs> if that doesn't get you excited about a team, I don't know what will. Uh, the guy just oozes talent. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a few years before Uko, Pekka, Lukokinen breaks the roster i yeah. i i i don't know how he's doing he's like he didn't have a great year last year no exactly and i i was like really high on him i thought he was going to be like the next like dominic hasek for the for the sabers but yeah. not really not really living up to his potential thus far i know which is a common theme among sabers prospects you know casey <laughs> middlestat i don't know if any of you saw jack quinn at the world juniors i didn't guy was invisible <laughs> Oh. Anyone, anyone could find clips of him. That'd be fantastic because I haven't found him yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, me either. Didn't stand out whatsoever. We already, uh, we already kind of went for the last for the last minute though. That was that was key. He was on the ice. I did notice him then because he wasn't doing because he was just skating the puck around doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, which is just fantastic. You know, if that's the guy you want as your first overall, <laughs> you know, your first round pick, sure, go for it. <laughs> Uh, no, who you got next? Oh, next I have, um, let's see, uh, Boston Bruins. I, I agree with ja- Jacob that there's going to be a significant drop off. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll see how significant I'm, I'm putting them in like playoff contention. I'm not eliminating them from the playoffs completely. Uh, but I, I think they're poised for, for definitely a step back. And as Jacob said, that that defense is a little worrisome. Although I do believe in McAvoy, Carlo, uh, Greslick, and Lozon. I think I think that. And Zaboro. <laughs> um, not poised for greatness this season, but definitely going to be competitive. Wow, bold! I like it. I like it. Jacob, we got uh, this spot. I'm going to put the Washington Capitals. Again, like I look at this division, and like it's it is really strong. Like there's going to be a team here that doesn't make the playoffs that has talent. I like the Capitals. I think they still have a lot of talent on this team, and I think Samsonov's a fantastic goalie. Who I think he's going to be able to really hold them in. Um, and Ovi's still going to pot his fair share of goals. He's still I. If it wasn't for the shortened season, I was really liking his chances at at least coming real close to Gretzky's record. But I think because of the shortened season, it's going to be tough for him at this point. Cause I just don't know how many years he's got left at this in, in his career. But yeah, I'm going to say Washington just misses the playoffs in this spot. I, I in all honesty, I kind of a toss up between them and the penguins, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with Washington in this case. Yeah, I know they're getting up there for sure. Nice. Uh, nice, nice. Taylor, who you got? So actually, again, yeah, same thing. It's tough. It's going to be close, but I have the New York Rangers in the slot. I think they're going to take a step forward, but they're going to be in a similar boat as last year where they're like 
just on the fringe of making the playoffs. I think the following year, if we had like a true training camp and a true regular season and everything else, I think they can take another jump forward. And obviously they're, you know, compiling some high picks, but it's not, I know, you know, Alexis is coming, you know, could make the team make a difference immediately, but he's still a rookie. Capo Caco wasn't as good as I thought he was going to be. Um, and he, he could still take another step forward too, but like, I still think they're another piece or two away from making that leap into, you know, fully uh, coming into fruition with all their prospects and making it back in the playoffs. So I have the Rangers next. Nice. No, I, I, I like that pick. I mean, they have Jack Johnson too. That's a huge negative. <laughs> I drag, that, that probably dragged him down a spot for me, but I, I have Pittsburgh in the spot. Uh, you know, Tristan Jari was great last year, but he's never been full-time starter. Uh, and mainly I have him here because they have Mike Matheson who was just atrocious for the Panthers. <laughs> and I can't imagine he's any better in Pittsburgh. It, it was fun when the trade happened. I, I was reading the comments on the Pittsburgh post and like, there was so many people trying to defend the Matheson acquisition. Oh. Like, you guys yeah. have no idea what you're getting into. Yeah. They're like, Oh no, he's great. He's big. He can skate. It's like, yeah, like no hockey sense. I think he might single-handedly cost them like five games this year <laughs> on his own. Just he's, you know, he's that level of player. So he'll be fun to watch. I can't wait to see if, if he does good, <laughs> but I doubt it. Uh, no, who you got next? All right. Uh, so next I, I have the penguins. Um, same reasons, although they have such a like high end top six that they, they they're going to be able to pull um, the team in the right direction. And I, uh, Tristan Jari, I think, is going to be lights out for them in net. So looking forward to that. But still a playoff team. Maybe a few more years, but they're definitely on, like, the, the older end of the spectrum for their, their cycle. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Barksy, who you got? Yeah, I got Pittsburgh here as well. Um, you know, they just got that big contract to Mr. Marino. I think he's going to really, really have that impact on the back line. No, they're they're a solid team still. And when you have two big big guys like Crosby and Malkin, I I think they'll be they'll be fine. I'm hoping for a big year of guys like Jake Gunsel as well. Like you need these contributing guys as Crosby and Malkin start to exit their prime and kind of produce less and less. You need the contributors around them. So I think I think they'll get it. And I think I'm hoping that Yar and that Jari puts up similar numbers to last year. Like you said, it is a little concerning that he hasn't been a full time starter and they don't really have much to back him up anymore with Matt Murray going to the, the Sens. So uh, hope, like, hopefully he plays to his potential. And if he does so, I, I think they'll be fine. They'll get into the last playoff spot here. That's solid, yeah. Uh, Taylor, who you got? I also have to go with Pittsburgh. Uh, not much to, to reiterate with what they, uh, you know, Jacob and Noah just said, I agree fully. And, you know, they're, they're, they're a tough team to play against. They give people problems. And there's no team that loves – trading at the trade deadline more to help your stars than Pittsburgh. So I think if they are even kind of like on the cusp of, of, you know, whether they're towards the top of the division or, or just getting in, they always make some kind of acquisition, even if they have to give up all their first round picks in the future to help Sid and, and Malcolm while they still have them. So I got to go with Pittsburgh there. Yeah. Jason Zucker really came up clutch last year. Yeah, that. that was hilarious when they <laughs> traded for him. I couldn't believe that, you know, obviously seeing him against the, the, the wild every, every day, I, I couldn't believe they gave up a first, but yeah. They, uh, they, they like playing with, with a lot of grit and a lot of goals, so we'll see. Yeah, no, it's a good point you made about the trade deadline. Definitely could see them doing something for sure, like they do every year. Uh, 
in this spot, I, I had the Capitals because they're old. And for all the other reasons you guys said, I uh, don't know how much longer they can hang on. Although I do like Samsonov in net, but, you know, again, we'll see We'll see what he does with the, the starter workload. Um, but, yeah, Noah. All right, next. Uh, so I think this is third uh, of the Rangers. Um, expecting big things from the Rangers this season. I think they have a very young team. Um, I expect them to do well in the regular season, then bow out in a graceful first-round exit in the playoffs. Um, that's, wow. just, that, that's just how I see the team is good in the regular season, but similar to Toronto, is it's just not going to pan out in the playoffs, in my opinion. No, I like that very in-depth take <laughs> there. We'll see if that pans out. Uh, Barksy, who you got? I got the Islanders. In this what? spot, I think. <laughs> what do you What do you mean? What? <laughs> so slow. The Islanders? <laughs> no, they're fine. They'll, they'll be good. They still got John Tavares, I believe. Unless, oh wait, do they don't? <laughs> oh no, that's crazy. I thought he said he was staying. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, no, they they've still got some good. They're a good team. Like uh, Taylor said earlier, too, I do believe that they they play a very good system of hockey as well. They're very well disciplined with, under Trot, so I think that this is a team that can grab the third third seed here. And I think Sorokin is very good, and I think he's going to have an unreal rookie year. So I, I think they're going to stay in that third spot. I like it. Taylor, you got... Yeah, this was tough because, uh, I mean, it's the top three it could go any way, but I also have the Islanders. I, like I said, I'm a Barry Trotz truther. I think he's an excellent coach. They do have a lot of talent. Um, you know, uh, if Varlamov stays healthy and they have a, uh, he has another solid season, I, I think they could be tough. I don't think they'll make it back to the Eastern Conference Finals, but I do think they'll do a little better in the regular season. Nice, nice. Uh I had the same pick as Noah. I went with the Rangers. Uh, I really like Shostyurkin in net. Like, he's fantastic, even though he only played, like, 12 games. But they're really and, and solid. It's a solid tandem with Gorgiev. I mean – Yeah, like, that's that's really good goaltending. Their defense is okay. Condre Miller's looked really good in camp. You know, obviously, Lafreniere. I would have them higher, but I really don't like Dave Quinn as a coach. I think he's an awful coach. Uh just based on everything. So that's why I don't have them higher. But I, I like the Rangers this year. I think they'll be solid. Um, second in the division, know who you got. All right, second in the division. So I, I, I'm i down to two teams. Uh, just because they eliminated my uh, the, the Montreal Canadiens, I'm going to go with the Flyers second, which would place the Islanders first. Um, wow. I, I love the system hockey that the Islanders play. I hate to watch it, but I love to like, <laughs> like actually like the, the actual system that, that is in place by Barry Trotz is absolutely exceptional. And they're going to probably be the team that wins the most like three, one or three, two games this season. Um, it's just, that's how they play and little, very little shots. They just, their system is unbeatable in my opinion. Nice, nice. Barksy? I've got kind of the opposite way around. So I've got the Flyers in the one seed and then the Rangers in the two. I think this could go either way, though. Like, I, I really like this Rangers team. They've got a lot of talent. Like, I I like – I think Capo is going to have 
a better year, like a much better year this year. He had can't like, really was, be much worse. Yeah, like he he definitely wasn't good last year, but like you saw bits and pieces of it when he was like when he was actually feeling confident in his play. You you saw it, and it was like okay, this guy actually has some talent. So I'm hoping he has a big year. And then there's there's so much high end talent on that team, anyways, with Panarin, Zibanejad. Uh, I think Lafreniere is going to be somewhere on in the middle six, depending on where they settle. And I think it's more about line mates than actual like line for for him. Like they're going to find the best line mates for him in that case, over just bumping him up for the sake of bumping him up. So I think he's going to be good. And then uh, Shostirkin will finally, hopefully, unless they, I mean, like George is a good goalie as well, but I, I think it's Shostirkin's net to lose at the moment, and I think he's going to be a very very good goalie for them so i think the rangers in the two but then the flyers just have that much more skill right now like the rangers are developing and they're they'll be good but i think the flyers just have that much more that they'll they'll hold it in the one seed nice nice i like it taylor who you got number two i have the boston bruins uh, i think you know they're not going to be that president's trophy winning team but i know they lost i don't if losing char to me doesn't mean anything i mean he was slow i know he's been a leader forever i mean they, they they don't have an amazing defense but their offense is still very strong um you know they have one of the best lines in all of hockey and and overall their top four lines are, are pretty consistent great goaltending good coaching I, I just don't see them quite tail spinning yet unless Tuka Rask pulls another I don't want to play or something um <laughs> so we'll uh we'll put Boston in a two nice yeah I I had the same I put Boston at the two I still think they're good I agree I don't think Char is really a loss for them at least on the ice uh and like Pasternak's out for a bit but who do they have filling in Jack Studnika basically the same player at this Absolute point. stud. So no real drop off there. Uh, and then Pasternakoli bat and they'll just they'll just keep rolling. And then obviously, yeah, the one seed then would be Philly. Because I I, I like Philly this year. Carter I mean, Hart. They, they have strong goaltending, like a pretty decent defense, in my opinion, like probably above decent. And then their their offense just works hard, grinds it out and gets gets pucks in the net at the end of the day yeah they're pretty deep up front and then yeah i guess their defense is okay like Provorov's sick Provorov's yeah he's fantastic and then they, they who they added uh sam uh Morant to uh left wing offense big left wing presence now yeah pulling um, a bufflin yeah <laughs> it's going back and forth uh, should be should be interesting to see that. Uh, I don't think he makes the starting roster, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't think he does either, but I I, I like hope he does. Yeah, because I, I really want to see that guy left wing. He is. I met him. He is massive. I met him at a Pancheros uh, after Flyers training camp at a random burrito place, and I got a picture. I'll have to find the picture, but he is. I'm six foot two. He towers me, and he's so strong. I mean, I don't understand why if if. The reason why they put him at left wing, just have him literally stand in front of the goalie and like he, he'll screen them easily. That's a great, it's a great decision by them. Um, yeah, no, he's a, he's a big boy. He's the not like thing, your average six seven. He's a he's a freak. When, when I think of him, I think of the the um, uh, pregame warm up 
where he's just like kind of throwing the puck at the glass <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just breaks it was just like yeah. a saucer pass to the he to is the, jacked it was it was hilarious he's so strong yeah I, I also have the flyers too this is the perfect philly season they can't allow fans in the stadium like this is exactly <laughs> when they'll do well uh you know you have the divisions aren't the same so there's a little bit of uh you know, mixing up, but uh, I, I, I love the way that they're, they're heading. I love their coach. I love their coaching system. Elaine Vigneault is fantastic. Um, I love Carter Hardy's best goalie they've had since Brian Boucher. I'll put it there. Uh, Philly's Philly's looking good. I think, I don't know if they'll, they'll win the cup, but they, they definitely have a, a strong year coming. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with all that. Uh, what division should we go to next? Should we do West? Yeah, we'll go West. All right, no, last place in the West, or this no, actually... it's the Honda West. Oh, Honda right. West. <laughs> gotta get the gotta get the proper name in there. Gotta get the sponsor name in there. The uh, Honda um, West division, last place. I think that this this division has so much high end talent and then so much low end talent at the same. There seems time. to be a very clear cutoff line for yeah. good teams and bad teams. Um, last place, I'm gonna go with the LA Kings. Uh, I think they they repeat last season just dreadful, and I have no faith in Drew Doughty's comments about <laughs> the fact that he's still relevant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're they're not great. Uh, Barksy, who do you have? I also have the LA Kings. I think they will be good in what? a couple of years. I think <laughs> in a couple of years, in a couple of years, not this year, in a couple of years. Um, like I love Byfield. But he's not a ready now talent in the NHL. It's going to take him a bit, and I think they have good pieces to go around him, but just not right now. And like Noah said, Drew Doughty is washed up until proven otherwise. <laughs> so is Jonathan Quick, and like they they're just such an old team, and I don't see it changing at all from last year to this year. They're going to suck again. Taylor, who you got? Yeah, I also have the LA Kings. I mean, like, it's hard to it, – it, it's funny. Like, that, that 2014 Cup was already, like, it'll be seven years ago by the time this next Cup happens. Jeff Carter, I think, is playing with uh, half of an ankle. He's 36 years old, and he's, like, their second-best scorer. Like, I don't understand what that they're expecting, but, uh, yeah, I agree. A few years down the line, sure, they're compiling some high picks, but not not this year. Yeah, I, I also have the LA Kings here. Uh, and I got their their uh, wine combinations up here real quick. Uh, so that second line right now, who is the center? Well, it's Blake Lazat. So that's 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 brutal. <laughs> and I, I like Blake Lazat, but no way he should be your two C. Uh, Gabe Velarde, I like. I think he can have a good year, young guy. Uh, but then you move to the defensive pairings, and it starts with Oli Mata and Drew Doughty, and then gets which is already bad and then gets dramatically worse with Mikey Anderson and Matt Roy brutal. And then your third pair is Curtis McDermott and Sean Walker. That's terrible. So yeah. their defense is brutal. Those, yeah. That bottom four defense is like arguably worse than some AHL defense. <laughs> like That's gotta be the worst defense in the league. It's, it's worse than Boston's by a lot. Oh, oh by a lot. Like, like they the have like their uh, their rankings too. Uh, so of first pairs, Doughty and Mata ranks 29th in the league. So not great. Generous. Not great. <laughs> but their but their second pairing ranks 
31st in the league among second pairings. <laughs> but that's not bad. And then and then they really pick it up on that third pairing, which is only the 28th, you know, best in the league. So not great. It's highest number of wins, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, yeah, consensus again on, on who's the worst. We're good there. Uh, Noah. I think we'll have I think we'll have another consensus on this one. Uh, I have the Anaheim Ducks at second worst. Um, just not a good team, and by far the worst jerseys in the NHL. So that is a significant deterrent. Yeah, I don't really ever want to watch them because they just look terrible, <laughs> regardless of who they have. Uh, <laughs> Barker, who you got? I also have the Ducks, and again, it's it's similar with LA. Like, I think they have a lot of promise, just not right now. Like, I love Drysdale; he had a fantastic tournament, but he's also just a great skater. He's gonna he he's projecting to be that top pairing guy they need. Uh, and Trevor Zegras is one of the best drafted rookies, or, or like one of the best young talents in this league right now. So I think they've they've got a lot of this talent coming up, but as of now, they're awful again. Oh, but they do have John Gibson. So yeah, that's like that's the thing. Like they suck, but like John Gibson or like Trevor Zegers, like they could be game changers for them. They can win some games, but I really think that Ryan Miller, having Ryan Miller come out of retirement, is very promising for this team, and we can expect big things. If if Ryan Miller is able to return to his 2007 form, we're gonna have a dangerous <laughs> Anaheim Ducks team, right? Now. <laughs> we'll see if that's possible. Yeah, uh, Taylor, who you got? Yeah, also have Ducks. Uh, California struggling this year. Uh, they, again, I think in a few years, like their their World Juniors players all played phenomenally. I think they'll be great in a few years here. But I mean, like their off season acquisitions too. Like they got Shat and Kirk from the Lightning, and then like they still up front just pretty much have Getzlav and some other, you know, pieces that aren't nothing sexy. Like Adam Henrique's their second center. Like uh, nothing crazy. I, I think they'll be they'll be second worst for sure. Yeah, so I also have the Ducks at second worst. <laughs> and once again, like, I'll pull up the lineup, and it's, like, it's brutal. Like, it's awful. Yeah. Like, quite literally, like, with all the young guys, like, it literally looks like an AHL team. And they have, like, such, like, David Backus, I can't believe he hasn't retired yet. They have, like, some guys. That I think just, he like... was on waivers. They put him on waivers. Did they? And, and I don't think anyone claimed him, though. No, Shocking. I don't think so. I think there were only two claims, and it was Forsling with uh, the Panthers, and then Detroit claimed, I can't remember who. Yeah, I can't remember either off the top of my head. I forget. That's how uh, relevant the player is. But yeah, this team looks brutal. And their jerseys are brutal. So yeah, I also have them second last for those reasons. And Dallas Aikens, terrible coach. <laughs> like just awful. Why would you think that? As an Oilers fan, why would you think that? It's just purely unbiased. It's just based on pure facts. Um, that's all that is. Uh, third last in the Divno, who you got? All right. Um, this is a team that I never liked, that I will never like, and I don't understand. Like I, to this day, have only met one person who's actually wait a is, Minnesota. Is Wild it Caitlin Belito? Um, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I have like no no expectations of the Minnesota Wild. Although I think they'll be better than the Ducks and the Kings. Wait, wait. Time out. I don't think the Wild are in the West this year. They are. They are. The Wild? Yeah, yeah I don't think they were they, originally, yeah. but they got they, moved they over. They changed. They oh, did. did they? They recently yeah. changed it? I'm yeah. looking at – oh, wow, okay. Yeah, 
So you're you're probably looking at the first version. I think yeah, it was yeah. this. I think it was Dallas for Minnesota. Was that what the trade was? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. you're right. My bad. My bad. All good. Um. So yeah. Uh. To this day, only one Minnesota Wild fan I I I've met. Like, not even can call her like an acquaintance or anything. I just know that she's a Minnesota Wild fan. Um. I don't get how you can like that team other than if you're from Minnesota and were born into it and don't have a choice. Wow. So not a Minnesota guy, it sounds like, <laughs> based on that. That's okay. Uh, Barker, third last, who you got? I'm going to put the San Jose Sharks. I think this team is just the epitome of decline. When you, when you look at it, just so much declining talent on this team. They took my Eric Carlson from me. They so 100% won that trade. There is a 0% chance they won that trade. I would have agreed with you right after the trade, but that Eric Carlson trade looks worse by the day every single time you look. Just Even just Tim Stutzla for Eric Carlson one for one it is, is enough for me at this point. But with the other pieces as well, but yeah, they're, they're an old team, really old, unstable goaltending defensive. The, the, the defense is good. Like I like Burns, I like Vlasic, I like Carlson, but they're all just older guys that are, are capable of playing, but like are, are going to be better than Anaheim and LA, but not much more. Like I don't see this as a playoff team at all. Like I love Hurdle and Meyer as well up top, but not enough to be a playoff team in my mind. Right on and on. Taylor, who you got? So the, I am going a little off the board, I guess. I have the Arizona Coyotes. I uh, They barely squeaked into the playoffs. I mean, if it wasn't for the expanded playoffs, they wouldn't have made it. Uh, they lost Taylor Hall. Uh, Oliver ekman Larson wants out. They don't have a GM. I mean, like, they're they're a mess. They're, they're a complete mess. Uh, they're, you know, they, they, they average one playoff per decade. I think they just burn it. So I'm going Arizona as the third worst. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I like that pick. You know, and they lost Vinny Hinestrosa too. Big loss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I I have the San Jose Sharks here too, uh, because yeah, that once again, like yeah, California teams like they look really bad. Terrible roster construction. Uh, John Leonard on the second line, like who exactly? Uh, I, I haven't I haven't looked at it recently but i think like the san jose sharks have like probably one of the worst cap situations in the league right now yeah i mean if you want to tie up like half your cat and two right shot d who played the exact same game like sure go for it <laughs> but uh that leaves you no money to sign anyone else i mean i guess like evander kane guy gets paid a lot good for him <laughs> uh but yeah i think that team's terrible too and and their goalies oh my goodness didn't even talk about those they're brutal you know, so yeah, yeah. I've never been a dude Nick fan. I think, yeah, yeah. Cool. And like Martin Jones, like Swiss cheese. I love the guy. You know, I <laughs> played for the Calgary Hitmen. Watched him growing up, but he's awful, uh, <laughs> awful at his job. No disrespect, though. Uh, no. Next up, who you got? Uh, so I, I have the Sharks next up uh, for all the reasons previously uh, brought up. Uh, I. Just... <laughs> Terrible roster constructions, as you guys mentioned. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really bad, <laughs> really bad. Uh, Barker, who you got? I have the Coyotes, and 
like I, I looked through it and like Taylor said, this is a tire fire of an organization <laughs> right now. And I'm looking through and it's like, it's not that they're not, it's not like they don't have talent. Like that's why I have them in five. Like they they still have some talent here. Like I like Barrett Hayden. He's injured, but he should be fine. Dvorak, uh, maybe not as much as I thought. Never mind. <laughs> but like Clinton Keller is good. That's a lot of money for him. But Clayton Keller is good. Um, oh, you can't disrespect Connor Garland either. You can't, you can't disrespect him. Like that's a real that's Connor a- Garland. Connor Garland put up like insane points in the queue. Like he was. He's gross. He was yeah. gross. I think he put like 160 points up in one season, which is just unreal. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't bank on him to lead my team to victory. Yeah, like this team's solid. Darcy Kemper's a good goalie. Like they're they'll be okay, but not good enough to make the playoffs in my mind. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Taylor, who do you have here? This is tough um, because it was between Minnesota or San Jose. I think both are missing the playoffs, but I actually have um, Minnesota being worse. So I have Minnesota next. Um, I just don't like their roster at all. I don't know what Bill Guerin's doing. Uh, I mean, they have money tied up in Matt Zuccarello, which was their big offseason signing the previous year. Never really loved Cam Talbot. They decided to make Spurgeon their new captain instead of Suter or Parise. I don't know. I just – I don't love the Wild. Maybe that's a, a bias being an Avs fan, but I hope that they're the, the next worst. So, <laughs> the Wild. Nice. Uh, yeah, I have uh, – in this spot, I have Arizona as well uh, for all the reasons you guys highlighted. Uh, also, Nick, Nick Smaltz was really terrible for my fantasy team last year, and I'm still kind of <laughs> cheesing him for that. Like, I think that guy took, like, four shots all season. Like, and that might be high. Uh, so, yeah, he kind of sewered me there. Uh, so, still bitter about that. Their goalies, they're good. They get hurt a lot. Defense, not bad. Clayton Keller, a lot of money. Maybe he bounces back. Probably won't, but never know. No Derek Step on. That hurts. Ooh, but that, that second round pick, though, that, that, that could be good. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't love them this year. Uh, Really, so I think they finish here. Uh, Noah, who you got? Uh, so here would be the last playoff spot, fourth. Uh, I have the Coyotes squeaking in. Um, I, you know, I, I don't want them to, but like th- this, like after this, like top three teams are very good, but this bottom, like what, what is it? Bottom five, five teams, just like makes me think of the NFC East in football. <laughs> like that's how bad it is in my opinion so one of these crap teams is going to make the playoffs exactly that's exactly what that's what you got to think and i mean i'm hoping that crap team can be arizona in my like predictions but i could see either one of these teams squeaking in coyotes minnesota or san jose but for the purpose of the drill i like the uh, goalie tandem in arizona so i'm gonna put them in fourth nice i like it Jacob, got the Minnesota Wild as the last remaining crap team here. I think they'll be the best, best of the worst here. Uh, though two words to describe how good they'll be will be Kirill Kaprizov. Guy's gonna come over and light up this league. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm yeah. claiming it right now. He is, yeah, he is a stud. And also, like, come on, Nico Sturm. 
Oh. Ask, like, look at these guys that they've got playing on their fourth line. Like, look at that. That's unreal. Uh, Cam Talbot as their starting goalie scares me, but whatever, though. Terrifying. Like, yeah, I think other than that, they have enough enough talent up front. They still got a uh, Zach Parise kicking around. I remember when that big free agent signing happened. Like, when, when was that? Like, we were like probably like eight years old. Yeah, that it was, was probably so- like a decade ago. <laughs> Yeah, that was, was, that was matching like I saw it so on Twitter. Yeah, it was on Fourth July. On Twitter, like some guy was chirping us about the Bobrovsky contract, which like we had nothing to do with. First of all, yeah, well, how dare you sign? Sir? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and this guy, this guy's a Minnesota Wild fan, and it's like you signed Parise and Suda for how long? <laughs> for how much money? You have fifty million tied up for like another six years. Parise is 36 and he is getting paid seven and a half million dollars until 2025. Yep. They both signed 13 year deals in 2012 and they were both like already in their prime. Like they weren't at the beginning of it. Yeah. He's getting paid till he's 40. <laughs> it's crazy. <Yeah. laughs> and they didn't, that's what I understand. They didn't think either of them would be the captain. Like, why were they like, nah, not Suter or, I mean, don't get me wrong, captain isn't everything, but I think it definitely, you have to have a good captain if you want to be a playoff team. And they were like, nah, not Suter or Parisa. We're going to go Spurgeon? Like, I didn't I, get that. I, I think, I think it's because they'll try and, they'll try and uh, move. I mean, one of the two, one of them, if not both. I, yeah. last season at the deadline, there was rumblings at, that they just couldn't get a deal done in time with the Islanders for Parise. I think it was like Parise for Letty. I think it was Ladd. Or Andrew Ladd. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because uh, he's also getting yeah. paid quite a bit. Which would just have been like Why? a trade of mediocrity. <laughs> yeah. Like... Swapping bad contracts. But yeah. So I my guess is they, they try and um, trade one of them, if not both. Uh, Do we know how much Parise's contract is signing bonus because if it's a lot, then Ottawa could be interested. <laughs> oh, it's all base salary. Yeah, I was gonna say like I don't think they, they even, didn't like, do signing, bonus signing bonuses time. back then. Auto no, but he's good. He's only getting paid like two million dollars in twenty three, and then a million for his last two. So I could, Ottawa will probably take that contract at that. Point. <laughs> yeah, at that point. Cap hit, low cap pay. Yeah, once he's just about to hit his prime. Yeah, when he's thirty eight. <laughs> He's still in the league. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, you got. All right. So squeaking in fourth and potential like last playoff slot is going to be the San Jose Sharks. Uh, they're like the in the Honda West or the Honda CRV of this division, in my opinion. They have a little bit of weight to them. I mean, I'm always big Timo Meyer fan. Um, no, but uh, I do think like last year they didn't have Logan Couture for almost the whole year. I think that does make a difference. Uh, I think it's funny they got Patrick Marlowe and Matt Nieto back. They're like kind of, you know, reupholstering their team from three years ago. But uh, I mean, I, out of all the crappy teams, they do have the most superstar caliber players that could propel them. I mean, Kane, uh, Vlasic, Carlson, um, you know, Burns. They, they, Burns. Yeah, they, they have a very, very solid foundation where if hurdle, if things do go right, they could squeak in, but it's it's not exactly uh, looking super great. So, <laughs> yeah, I actually went off the board here at fourth overall. I have the St. Louis Blues. Whoa, that's not bad. All right, <laughs> uh, just because still not sold on Jordan Bennington. He wasn't great last year. Terrible in the play-in. Yeah, uh, you know Tory Krug. You know, getting him losing Petrangelo. Bit of a downgrade there. Uh, Justin Falk gets paid. A ton of money to do not a lot 
Uh, Tarasenko's injured. I don't know. I'm not sold on a lot of their forwards, like other than like Sammy Blay, who's clearly elite. Um, <laughs> like I don't know. Like and Ryan O'Reilly's obviously like he's great, but like Braden Shen, like what does he do? Not much. So <laughs> 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 much. <laughs> so much. I don't know. The guy skates like four miles an hour. Like <laughs> got a muffin of a shot. I don't see it. Uh, so I do. Yeah. So I, I have them there, you know, cause got to have one really like, hot take per division. So I'll, I'll put them there. Uh, know who you got. All right. Uh, next up I have the blues, um, the oh, worst see, yeah. of the best teams. <laughs> it's I definitely Tarasenko. I mean, out for another season potentially is not great for them, but you like to think that, it's still a very good team and that they'll be able to hang in there. So that, that I have them at three. It's nice. Barker. I also have them at three. I feel like we get, it, it's too easy of a division to kind of not have a bunch of overlap between, between us just because of how divided it it is like five bad teams, three good teams. Like we'll, we'll mix up a little bit here, but man, the, the blues I think are the worst just because again, like you said, I don't really, like their goaltending situation too much. I think Bennington was fantastic on their cup run, but then la- even last year before the plan, he was a little bit like shaky in my, in my mind. So I'm gonna, I'm going to put them at three. I think they still have a lot of high end talent. I like Braden Shen. I think he does <laughs> good things. <laughs> I don't know. Show me one highlight from Braden Shen. That's not the world juniors. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm absolutely convinced <laughs> of that. I think uh, – oh, and they also signed elite Florida Panther Mike Hoffman. Don't he's still on a PTO. Yeah, not no, he signed. He signed, yet. He's oh, he did? Signed. Yeah. Uh, how much? Four million. Oh, okay. Wait, let me I don't see know. if I – I can pull up the exact one. Oh, wait. I don't know. I, don't know. I drafted him in my, fa- my, my fantasy league the other night because Mike Hoffman – he's on PP1. Yeah. yeah. He, he, but, he's always been money on the power play. Yeah, but he's kind of just like one of those guys. Like he's just good at scoring and like terrible at every other like facet of the game. He's fast. <laughs> That's fantastic. He's fast. He's got a shot. That's what you need. Just stick him on the power play and then let him play on your third line. I mean, like you know who else is fast? Like Paul Byron. Like that doesn't make you sick. Oh, Paul Byron is sick. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually a big Paul Byron guy. I think Cole Coffee is the next Paul Byron. Been saying it for years. <laughs> I I think on the last podcast you said that. He, Cole Caulfield was going to slot somewhere between Patrick Kane and Paul Byron. No, I think it was DeBrinket and Paul Byron. Oh, DeBrinket and Byron. He's going to just... somewhere in between there. That's his potential. It's <laughs> oh, a bit, it's, it's a bit of a... literally first liner and third liner. That He's somewhere in between. Or pro- actually, Byron's probably more of a fourth liner at this point. Cole Caulfield had a really odd world juniors in my mind. I thought he was like, he looked really good, but then he just didn't doing yeah. like, like against like massive teams like he looks good he just didn't get the points to kind of match it so, <laughs> yeah know, he really weird, didn't it was a weird world juniors for him I, I didn't think he played bad like the, the first like last year's world juniors i thought he played bad but this world juniors i think he was good he just didn't quite get snake bit a lot yeah like he, he missed a few pretty big chances that could have probably boosted him or at least given him a little bit more like cloud around it but yeah he was okay yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, his team won. So, oh, but that in was, spite that of him, <laughs> in, was, in spite of him, 
that was just a Jake Sanderson masterclass. Like, what can you say about that? Like, when you're going, <laughs> you're going up against the fifth overall pick in last year's draft, I don't know what, what else you're expected to do. He's just so locked down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Taylor, who'd you have up next? Yeah, number three, I also have the St. Louis Blues. I, uh, they're another strong, big team, tough to play against. But, yeah, I mean, I don't love Jordan Bennington. I don't love like you know they they might not have Ballmister they might not have uh, Tarasenko they might not have I know they let Troy Bauer go Alex Steen retired like they did have some the when you you know the cumulative effect of all these guys either coming and going and whatever um they're they're the best of the worst but I don't think they're they're gonna uh, win a division for sure so yeah uh I have Minnesota in this slot uh for the two words that uh Barker mentioned earlier Kirill Kaprizov <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen those lines like and Kevin Fiala too very good last year uh so I'm hoping for a big year from him but I don't know if you've seen that first line but who's flanking those two guys or down the middle it's Nick Bukestad the hometown kid coming home former Panther gonna be an <laughs> I, absolute beast I have always loved Nick Bukestad's game actually yeah no I I, 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 you know, <laughs> I do like Nick yeah Bukestad. no that's a that's a I forgot he was there yeah yeah is he my first choice as a number one center? Like, probably not, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> could be good. Nick Benino, I like that addition, too. He's a nice two-way guy. Uh, Sturm, who was mentioned earlier, elite. Uh, and Cam Talbot, like, he's just, like, kind of back there. I think it's an – like, I don't think he's great, but I think he's an upgrade over Dubnik. Uh, yeah, du- Dubnik is just no consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, Cam Talbot's like the guy who just makes the saves. He's like supposed to save. He's not going to do anything spectacular. He's just very like bland. He's just like what you think of as like a basic goaltender. <laughs> you know, not, nothing excites me about him, but he's fine. I like the defense too. Uh, you know, if Dumba's healthy, uh, Ryan Suter in his prime, uh, obviously, <laughs> you know, Captain Spurgeon, like. <laughs> Why not Jonas Brodin? I like Jonas Brodin a lot too. So, one hundred percent. So that that's that's those are the reasons why I'm over the Blues here. But we'll we'll see. Uh, next up, Noah. I think we're all gonna have the same one here. I I don't know because I, I don't know because I'm going number two. I'm going Colorado and the number one Vegas. Um, I I mean both teams are like elite and I think should be front runners for the Cup. But I think it's going to come down to goaltending in the regular season. And I just am so much more confident with that tandem of Leonard and Flurry. And uh, I think Grubauer and Frank Kuz are going to be the two goalies for the Avs. So that, that's, what it, that's what my decision comes down to. Just down to goaltending. Down to goaltending for the regular season. I think that's going to be the most important with this condensed schedule. Nice, nice. I like it. Jacob, we got... I got Vegas in two and Colorado one. I think, again, though, like, it can go either way, and I do really like Vegas's team. I think the addition of Pietrangelo, too, is big to their back end. They did they did lose elite PED user Nate Schmidt to Vancouver, but <laughs> that, that will be lost, and that's probably the difference between two and one, you know? <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, I, I really like – like Colorado's top line. I think they've got some good contributors as well. I'm hoping Bowen Byron makes a team as well because Byron McCarr down down the road is going to be a nasty top pairin. Uh but yeah, I, I got Colorado at one. I think they're goaltending. I, I, I like Grubauer. 
and I think he'll he'll do the job. And then the top line's going to go to work. McKinnon's going to have another great season. That's what I got them at one. But yeah, I do like Vegas' team as well. So I think that's a pretty strong one-two combo in the in the West. Uh, Taylor. Yeah, so uh, I'll go number two with the Golden Knights. Um, it's tough. I agree with Noah with goaltending could make a difference. And even though, you know, the Avalanche got absolutely derailed in the playoffs by injuries, I mean, that happened in the regular season too. The difference was they were able to overcome it because there was no elimination. But Fran Susan uh, and Gruby got to stay healthy and um, their whole team has to stay healthy. And if they do, I, they're pretty much unstoppable. Um, they're as deep as they're ever going to get. I mean, I've I'm high on the abs, obviously, so I can go more in depth on the on the roundabout with the one. But I got to go Golden Knights. Pietrangelo is a great pickup. Um, but I, the difference between the Golden Knights, I think, this year is that people aren't – I feel like for some reason, from the second they came in the league till even last year, people were sleeping on them and, like, forgetting, like, they have, like, not an expansion roster. So I think people teams are going to take Golden Knights seriously um, and Golden Knights will – it'll be a tough, tough, tight race and they'll be they'll be number two. Yeah, I have uh, I've Golden Knights at two as well. Uh, I think like, obviously they got Petrangelo this offseason, like, but does that actually make them better with the guys they had to lose to get them? Like, it's kind of close. I mean, I'm pretty sure like in their top six right now is like Chandler Stevenson, who like I love, but like no. they also have Nick Holden, who's like really awful. Like Nick, I mean, he played okay for them last year, but like. Nick Holden's one of their defensemen. He's so bad. Like, <laughs> I don't understand Mark, why he's on that team. They got Mark Stone, though. We can't forget about that. The elite Ottawa senator. <laughs> yeah, but never should have left. <laughs> oh, I'm glad he left. <laughs> really glad about that. But they, and they lost Nick Cousins, too. I mean, big loss. Huge loss, yeah. Then Matt, Max Patrick. Nicolas Roy is coming up as well. I remember Dude, that, that, that miss in the World Juniors. They have they have one of the best checking lines in the league, I think. Uh, I think it's Reeves, uh Carrier. and I thought it was Stevenson. No, Stevenson's like on their first line. But like last season. No, he was like on their second line last season. They've moved Wah up with Cody Glass and Alex Tuck. Wow. Yeah, third line. Up. Yeah. That's still a gross third line. Like, I like no. that. Oh, Nicol- will, uh don't they have Carrier? I don't know if they still uh, have. Yeah, him. he's on the fourth line. But yeah, yeah, it was Carrier, Reeves, and Raw last year. No, that it was, was no like, sex. That was like last year. That was like one of the best checking lines in the league. That was unreal. I, they've got Chandler Stevenson centering Stone and Pacioretty. Right? Yeah, that's elite. That's why I drafted Chandler Stevenson in fantasy. He's that good. <laughs> that's a really good play to draft him because that line's gonna like he's gonna be get spoon fed points from that yeah. game. No, like Nicholas Wall, like that guy got sent up and down from like minors, like. I swear the most last season, like every tweet from the Golden Knights account was we've recalled Nicholas Wall. We've sent him down. <laughs> Remember when he missed in the shootout against the U.S. in 2018? Yeah, that was really devastating. That was great when he lost the lost the handle. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know, hands are too good. As uh, uh, fans, it's key <laughs> that we focus on world changer performances only. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then, yeah, that puts my one seed as Colorado. Love this team. That defense is phenomenal. Uh, I mean, yeah, top six deep. Uh, so, so I, I, I like them to win this division. Goaltending, I'm not that concerned about it. Uh, I think Grubauer, when he's healthy, I think he's he's rock solid back there. Uh, so I like them to win this division. Taylor, you're obviously a big Avs fan, uh, and you have them at number one. Uh, what do you like about this team? 
Yeah, super excited. I mean, they're finally uh, getting all their all their pieces coming together. It seems like, you know, when they were drafted in, in that dark era between, you know, Sackick, Forsberg and, and, and Wah, you know, they had the Duchesne and O'Reilly teams and all. They were getting those top picks, Landis Cog, McKinnon, everything. They're finally seeing all these high picks come in. Uh, they, they've done great with free agency, great with signing um, and trades and everything. They're just deep in every single facet of every single line. I mean, they have versatility too. They don't like the the way their second line is playing, split up Landy, uh, you know, and Burakovsky. And, and you got, you know, Kadri, Saad, and Landis Cog as your second line, as like your your second offering of your second line. I mean, they're, they're so gross. Uh, and then people forget too, they have not only Bo and Byron, uh, Connor Timmons was the second round pick after McCarr, who's ready to make the team. He, there might not even be a spot for him. Shane Bowers, who they got in the Duchesne deal, who was Ottawa's first round pick. He still can make the team. Sam Gerrard's only 22. Uh, you know, they have uh, Martin Cout was their first round pick between McCarr and Byram. He could make the team. I mean, they are so loaded that if they do find a, some holes and struggles, they can trade picks, prospects, and get whatever they want back. They have a ton of cap space. They're in as good of a place as they can be. And if they don't win within the next three years. Also, McKinnon getting snubbed at the heart again. He just gets hungrier and hungrier. I mean, like, I that year that they lost to Nashville in the first round, they barely squeaked in the playoffs in 2018. I thought like that was going to be McKinnon's peak. And he somehow has surpassed his play to the point where now you're getting ESPN alerts and, and TSN or on Twitter, or whatever. And it's like McDavid or McKinnon, who's going to take a bigger step to be like the next face of the league. It's, it's, it's kind of surreal for me. So uh, I'm very high on the abs. I think they should finish first and, and go far if they stay healthy, but injuries have always been an issue with this team. So uh, they were able to overcome them last year. They got to do it again, but yeah, they're, they're as deep as any team in the league. And yeah. I think I think Connor Timmons is actually slated to start because Eric Johnson is not going to be ready in time. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Eric Johnson noted first and, overall pick. And it's well, it's crazy <laughs> too because Eric Johnson is hurt like every single year. But when he plays, he there is no player who and it's going to sound ridiculous, but it's true. There's no player who keeps the puck in the zone and gets the puck out of the zone as officially as Eric Johnson. You notice it when he's not playing. They struggle with those things. Uh, but no, he he he, and he, he's a good glue guy. But yeah, he's uh, Connor Timmons should get some playing time. You're right, because I think Eric Johnson is, is hurt. But that's big. That are are your first overall picks a good a good glue guy. That's what you. <laughs> yeah, good glue. No, no, realistically though, no. I, I actually do like Eric Johnson. I think he's a super effective NHL defenseman. Just it's the fact that he was the first overall pick, and you wanted him to be so much better than what he is that it, it's a little underwhelming. But no, yeah. I, I think Eric Johnson's actually a really good NHL defenseman. That can play like as that like second line kind of guy that is super good in transition but yeah it was just the the shadow of him being a first overall pick is always just going to loom over him in terms of just yeah. everyone thought he was supposed to be like so much better but i know i wish he was more like, like his next... brother <laughs> yeah. he, was supposed, he was supposed to be the next brian leach but uh <laughs> it's all good yeah. Well, I mean, the Avs still won that trade. People forget St. Louis drafted him, and they they traded Shattenkirk and Chris Stewart um, for for Johnson, and uh, it was a couple picks involved too. So, but yeah, that's not bad. I think Ottawa yeah. won the Matt Duchesne trade as well. <laughs> uh, it, it indirectly got us Tim Stutzla <laughs> because we were so fucking bad. <laughs> Duchesne was over a point per game when he was in Ottawa, though. We can't forget that. 
Yeah. In the um, year that he tanked us, he had 58 points in 50 games. So he was still doing well. Personally. He had that one really cool goal where he batted it out of the air. That was to, sick. Like, that yeah, was sick. Like, Other than the fact the that he was like the worst locker room person that could ever exist. <laughs> and was like almost single-handedly responsible for the Uber incident. Yeah, I'll, I'll, take, <laughs> a, I'll take a team of him and uh, uh, Mike Hoffman's wife or girlfriend. <laughs> I, I'm so happy that that... I knock on wood. Well, I need to knock on wood when I say this, but I'm so happy that that era of Ottawa Senators hockey is gone because that was the worst time of my life to be a Sens fan. It's just you wake up, you go on Twitter, and there's a new PR scandal every single day. Like that was oh, a it was tough either, year. It was either the team yeah. or Melnick. Yeah, it's like oh, these Senators are got caught in the Uber talking trash about the organization. Oh, Eugene Melnick is filing another lawsuit. Oh, here comes. It was a rough time to be an Ottawa Senators fan, but now Tim's now it's still rough. <laughs> oh, it's it's great times ahead, right now. Great times ahead. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, we'll get to the Canadian division next. Oh. Uh, big takeaway here, though, is that three of us are right with going Colorado. Whoa, whoa, no whoa. is wrong. <laughs> uh, that's the big takeaway there. Uh, so sorry about that. No. All right, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Uh, next up, we got the Scotia North Division, Scotia. All right, let's call it the Canadian Division. The Scotia North Division. The Scotia North Division. Uh, who y'all asked in this division? All right. Um, yeah. Might not be popular decision with one of our guests, but I'm going with the Ottawa Senators last. It's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Why? Um, first of all i never had any faith in matt murray i think he's a regular season um dud i didn't i mean you look at his like regular season with pittsburgh i nothing extraordinary very good in the playoffs when he gets hot like 100 um but i don't have much faith in faith in him then i mean your defense i mean can you really justify that that much what is wrong with our defense? Eric Branson is a first-line defenseman. Don't you can't convince me otherwise. That's uh, tragic. <laughs> That's so mean to do to Shabbat to pair him with Good Branson. I guess the meanest thing you could do to a young player. Uh, yeah. So, and then I just don't think they have much depth on offense. As much as I do think Derek Stepan is going to be a point per game player this season on that third um, line. Yeah. No way. <laughs> All right. Barker, who you got? Uh, as much as it kills me, <laughs> I do have no <laughs> finishing last in this division. However, let me make this clear. I don't think they will be as bad as people think they will be. I think this team is actually still it's it's on the rise. They did make some good additions. Like, no, I don't have that much faith in Matt Murray either, but he's better than Marcus Hogberg. So it's still wow! What a high bar you're setting there. Well, that's that's the bar that's been set for the past two years. So why do we trade it and sign this guy for? When we go up, we look and it's like okay, like the goaltending, even if it's mediocre, it's come like the rest of the team's coming up. We did make additions like Evgeny Dadnov's a good player from Florida. He'll be good. Uh, I'm hoping like you. It's they're starting to piece it together. Like you're starting to see the top six kind of form like with that Kachuk, and then it'll probably they've played around with that one center spot. It's going to be either like Logan Brown, Colin White or Josh Norris is what it looks like or Derek Stepan, which I don't want. Uh, 
Don't sleep on Logan Don't Brown. Sleep. This guy's going to have a breakout season this year. I'm calling it. I'm pretty uh, sure Ottawa fans have been saying that for the past two seasons now. He's He hasn't played consistent in the NHL in his entire life. So I think – true. They, and he's and when he's come up to the NHL, he's always been on like the fourth line doing nothing. I think it's I think it's fair that we give him, especially in this year where like we're literally like every other team in the Scotia North is just better. So like I think if he's quite literally the third best Brown on this team. <laughs> no, he's no, he's not. He's the he's he's a, I like Connor Brown though, but he's better than Josh Brown. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think this Ottawa team is on the rise. Like, Chuck and Dadnoff's a good wing pair. Uh, Stutzel and Batherson's another good wing pair. So, that's solid. And then they just need to figure out the center situation, and then they'll be fine. But, yeah, Ottawa's going to finish last because, like you said, the depth on defense is bad. Matt Murray's inconsistent. But – and it is – everyone else is just better. But, yeah, that's that's what I got. Right on. Taylor, who you got last? Yeah, I'll keep it short uh, out of respect because I feel your pain, Jacob. Uh, <laughs> wasn't that long ago. I was in some similar situation. So, uh, yeah, I have Ottawa. They uh, just too weak, uh, not enough depth. Uh, figure out the center position, get a better goaltending tandem and defense. Uh, you know, the whole roster, they'll be better next year. <laughs> no, I do think they have some promising high picks recently. And, you know, I think they might, when all things are said and done, they got the better, they could trick brothers too. So we'll see, uh, but not this year. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with what you guys all said. I also have Ottawa here. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, I do agree. I think they are probably slightly better than people give them credit for, but still not very good at all. Uh, lots of lots of former Florida Panthers on this team too, which is excellent. Love to see mm-hmm. that. You know, Panthers legend, obviously, Josh Brown. Uh, you know, he's, you know, I mean, and Eric Goodbranson, former very high pick. I think it's important to note, though, that Ottawa will always beat Toronto. So, like, even though Ottawa's going to be bad, Ottawa's going to steal games this year off of these teams. Like, we'll we'll take one. Like, how many times do we play Montreal? Nine or ten? Yeah, yeah. I, I think Ottawa versus Montreal and Toronto is always going to be competitive no matter what rosters yeah. are on the ice. Those are always – well, those are always kind of a toss-up. So, Ottawa will win probably 40%, 50% of those games. Yeah. We always kind of get – clapped on by the teams out west though that's a that's another reason why i don't see them doing oh, you know it's really weird i'm looking at their roster on like their line combinations on like daily face-off and every player like they have the jersey and they're all the new ottawa senators jerseys that look really nice except for marcus hogberg who just has the old jersey <laughs> and I, I don't know what the reason is <laughs> but he's Wasn't the only one it. so right. yeah I, I don't know what's going on there but uh Nah, this team's terrible. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't need to talk about them for too long. Uh, Vancouver is my next one. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Do they get better? Do they get worse? I don't know. They have, like, way too much money tied up in really bad players. Yeah. And um, I don't know how good Braden Holtby is. Winnipeg's definitely, like, down there for me, but I think... Oh, you're in Winnipeg. Yeah, I have Winnipeg next. Oh, I have Vancouver. You okay? Okay. Yeah, I think I think Vancouver is gonna be like at at the bottom end, but I think Winnipeg is is gonna be next. Um, I just don't see this team being able to compete with the the rest of the Canadian teams. Um, don't get me wrong, like a lot of like good high end talent, but I just don't think they have it. And I've never been a Connor Hellebuck fan. 
Yeah, I know. You keep hating on Connor Hallibuck, and he just keeps like winning like Vesna's. <laughs> and you just have to like deal with that. It's got to be rough. <laughs> but no, you're willing to die on that hill. I respect that. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's not. I don't know. The guy looks. He's gonna be like good. a first ballot Hall of Famer, and Noah's gonna be like, "No, nah, I don't think he's that good. Doesn't deserve it. <laughs> no. Uh, Jacob, who you got? I got the Winnipeg Jets as well. Uh, I just, I, I don't know what to say too much about them. They're like they're good. I think a lot of the teams in this division are pretty strong. It's just. I don't see them being able to compete every single night with teams like Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, like with, with all these guys with a limited, that the, the thing is like, there's not like without all, like with, if you take Ottawa out, like none of these teams are playing like necessarily bad teams. Like you look at right. teams in the West and it's like, there's five of them that Colorado, Vegas and St. Louis are going to be able to kind of get their points on. And, but like when you, when you look, you're like Winnipeg's going to have to go head to head with, these really good teams all season and I don't think that they can do it long term uh, like over the course of the season so yeah I'm gonna say like Ottawa's definitely going to be going to be point night for every single team in camp in this in the uh, Scotia North division like they got to take advantage of this Ottawa game because I think every other team here is on a bit of a more, little bit more of an equal level but yeah I think Winnipeg's gonna be the worst of the six here nice nice Taylor who do you got yeah I also have Winnipeg I mean they're a, a big team, but and it's it's so funny. They were so such high profile picks and like players and like everyone. If like the hockey news was so high on them, they had that one year they made the playoffs, got bounced in like the second round a few years ago, and then they've just unloaded their roster. It feels like they have two true right wings on the roster, barring any prospects, and one of them could be shipped before the season's over, which is Patrick Line. The other one being Blake Wheeler. So. If they get rid of line A, I mean, they literally have one right winger. And then, like, their biggest acquisition over the year, I love him to death. I have a jersey of him. But 36-year-old Paul Stasny, they brought back, and that was their big acquisition. <laughs> like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't understand <laughs> at all. So, I'm going to go with Winnipeg. I think among the second-worst teams, they're on the upper echelon. But, yeah, they're not – unless they do something crazy, I don't think they're going to be. They're gonna all be right. Fun. Not a lot of people believe in Winnipeg. That's okay. Uh, third last, no, who you got? All right, uh, third last. So I'm gonna go with your second last. I'm gonna go with Vancouver. Um, I think that this is a team that really just did not improve over last season. Nate um, Schmidt, Nate Schmidt's a nice ad. Nate Schmidt is a nice ad, but they lose Markstrom, who's stellar for them, and Demko is still unproven. So, just based off of the information I have now, I can't like put them any higher because I, I don't know how much Holtby has left in the tank. And Demko is just unproven at this point. Although I really hope to see him like excel in Vancouver. Uh, I just, I, I can't justify putting them any higher than fifth. No, no, I, I respect that. I, you know, obviously feel the same way. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Barker, who do you have? Noah's not going to like it. Oh no. Oh yes. <laughs> we got the Montreal Canadiens finishing fifth here. I, the key word here or the key phrase for here is I just don't get the hype around around it at all. I don't get the hype. I don't think that like I, I like the addition of Josh Anderson. I think he's a good player. I'm I, I just I don't get it other than that. Like Romanov's gonna be good, but he's not gonna he's not gonna be great this year. Carey Price is good. I'm not gonna fault him. I'm not even gonna go down that route. Uh but then like Tatar, Deneau, and Gallagher as a first line 
Like I, I just don't see enough high end talent to, uh, over a long course of like over a course where you're going to have to play these same teams over and over again. And it's so strong. It's so talented. I just don't think they have enough top talent. And again, like I like the addition of Tyler Toffoli too, but he's not like he's slotted in on their third line right now with noted uh, draft bust, Jesperi Kakaniemi. And <laughs> until he proves me otherwise, I'm going to keep calling him that. But um, no, I, di- I just don't get the hype around this team. And I, I can't buy into it until I see them actually like start to beat some of these teams on a consistent basis. Like you look at who's in front of them, right? Like with Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, like I, that's, those are some big asks to beat on a consistent basis. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't see it. So I got Montreal finishing fast. Nice. Nice. I love it. Would it help you to know that Montreal swept Toronto in the season series last season? You also got swept by Detroit. So hey, man. relax. <laughs> no, those two cancel each other out. Detroit yeah, was a sleeper team last season. They were they were low-key pretty good. They were good, yeah. They were good. <laughs> yeah, they were super good. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to Detroit eventually. Uh, Taylor, who do you have? Uh, I'm going to be a, go uh, a little off the board. I guess this is my hot take, but I'm going with the Calgary Flames. I think they're a little... Well, very inconsistent. Uh, They have a lot of star power, but they're one like, like cold streak or injury away from completely getting a derailed season. They always get a new goalie and have a goaltending controversy ever since Kiprasov retired. Every single year, they have a new tandem and it doesn't work exactly how it's supposed to. And then it gets hot and then they trade whoever was hot. So, I mean, I've watched a lot of Flames hockey over the last few years, and I just don't think I'm going to throw it out there. Use the S word. They're soft. I think they're soft. So. Going, uh, going Flames at five. Yeah, I agree. Calgary's soft. Uh, but no, I actually have <laughs> and, uh, Montreal here um, for for most of the same reasons that, uh, you know, Barker had on this low. Uh, I also don't get the hype. I think Jesperi Kotkaniemi is terrible. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, most people with eyes would agree. I love Yoel Armia. I like Paul Byron. Uh, I don't like Jonathan Drouin. So, yeah, I just think this team just kind of screams, like, mediocre to me. And, like, all the other teams, like, even, like, Winnipeg, like, Edmonton, Calgary, they all have, like, top-end guys that can, like, score. And I just don't think Montreal has enough of that. So, yeah, I I am finishing here. Uh, No, who you got up next? All right. Up next, I have the Edmonton Oilers. Um, Wow. They're going to make the playoffs. Like, don't get me wrong. They're fourth. But listen, the the, the, the tale is as old as, I, I mean, ever since I like started watching hockey, the goaltending is just not there. Um, hot, cold, you just have no consistency there. Miko Koskinen's elite, but that's another, no, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, I don't agree with that statement. Uh really good offensive core like obviously just having McDavid and Dreisaitl on the same team is poised to um, generate significant offense but I I think there's still a little lack on the defense although I am I love the Tyson Berry uh, signing I think that's going to be that's going to be awesome for them yeah Tyson Berry he's he's a nice player he had a great year last year in Toronto just exceeded all expectations (laughs) Uh, so so big get for the Oilers. He was fine in Toronto. They just hate hate media. They, they hate players doing their job. 
They always need to exceed expectations in Toronto, or else, or else they didn't meet expectations. It's either exceed yeah. or they suck. Yeah, it's like let's get Tyson Berry and just ask him to be a shutdown defenseman and see how that goes. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, they were upset that he didn't have like five goals by like five games in. It's like he's still a defenseman, you know that, right? Like, yeah, let's take this power yeah. play specialist and play him on PP two. Yeah. Oh, just so fantastic. Sad. Uh, Barker, who do you have? Uh, the Calgary Flames and the four here. Um, similar issues again, like. I, I like Taylor said, the goaltending has been so inconsistent here. I do like the addition of Jacob Markstrom, and but I, I feel like this, I say this every year, like you said, like it, this happens every single year. But it's like I, I like Markstrom, and I think he could be the solution here. But this, like Taylor said, this happens all the time where they bring in a new goalie and we think it's going to work, and then it doesn't, and then it just goes to just an awful scenario for them. So uh, it's, I, I'm thinking it's going to be fine. I'm going to go with it for now. Um, they still have, like, the, the, the young defensive core starting to make its way up here with, like, Rasmus Anderson and Yusuf Balamaki hopefully cracking the roster here, Oliver Kylington as well. So we'll, we'll see what they do there. And then I have enough high-end talent with Goudreau, Monaghan, Kachuk, like the, these guys. Of course, Josh Levo noted Toronto Maple Leaf superstar. <laughs> Milan Lucic. <laughs> no, I, I I do think this team is, is good enough to make the playoffs, but I got them here in the four seed. Nice. Taylor, who do you have in the four seed? So similar to, uh, I guess, the East Division, where similar to like the Rangers, I think uh, Noah's Montreal Canadiens are, are on the – on the verge of doing something really great, but it's not quite there yet. I like where they're going. I like their prospects. Obviously, love Carey Price. I've always loved Carey Price. He can steal games. Uh, love Shea Weber. They have a strong team, but I still think they are a few years away, um, especially just with the offensive production um, fully fully coming into their own. So we'll look out for them next year to, to crack the top three. Yeah, I know. Definitely a team on the rise very slowly, though. Very steady. <laughs> Take the time. 2029, 20, 2050. <laughs> I do love that they got Corey Perry too. That was a nice little sneaky pickup on the and Tyler Toffoli. I like those. They did get some some pieces that were like nice, whether they're bridge or not. Like they, they should help out the young guys. Yeah, I think they definitely got better in the offseason, which you'd kind of hope with all the cap space they had. Uh my 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 four seed is uh Calgary. Uh as Barker mentioned earlier. Uh, the big thing for me is that uh, Goudreau and Monahan, like they really struggled last year, and the fact that like they struggled under Bill Peters and didn't get any better under Jeff Ward, like that's a bit concerning. Like you'd think there'd be like at least some change, some improvement under a new coach, but we didn't see that. Uh, Josh Levo, he's fantastic. Milan Lucic, I don't think he's going to get faster this year. Uh, I, <laughs> I just don't foresee it. I mean, he could surprise me. Who knows? Uh, I, re- I really like Yusuf Alamaki. Uh, he was injured I, last season, unfortunately. Yeah, he was injured all last year. Uh, he's looked really good in camp. Uh, so I think he, he becomes a, a big part of that team. Jacob Markstrom, um, I don't know how he'll do. Like, Vancouver is really good goalie coaching, too, uh, with Ian Clark, I believe, who's the, the coach there. I think without him... Uh, and adjusting to a new goalie coach, new team. I think there might be uh, a period of adjustment there where he's not playing at his best. So that's why I have Calgary here. Uh, 
Noah, who you got next? All right, third, I've got Calgary. And, I mean, name one time a team signs a goalie to a significant contract and the goalie doesn't live up to expectations. It has never <laughs> happened in the history of the NHL. Simply is not, like, it's not possible. So um, I'm hoping that Markstrom can have a solid season, kind of uh, continue off of what he was building in Vancouver. Um, I, I just, I'm a... I mean, I don't like the player, but I can acknowledge that he's incredibly, like, impactful on the ice, and that's Matthew Kachuk. Like, he is an absolute stud for the Flames. Uh, I hate him. Like, just I think he's <laughs> such a prick on the ice, but he gets the job done, and you go, you've got to give credit to him for that. Yeah, I think, yeah, uh, you know, Kachuk, he's, he's a pest. You know, yeah. he, he does a good job, but you, you don't like it when your team's playing him. That's their defense sure. is going to be their defense is going to be what makes or breaks them. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Uh, Barker, who do you have? I've got the Edmonton Oilers here. Wow, disrespectful. <laughs> uh, again, it's like like McDavid and Drysaddle will be good enough to get them the three by themselves. I'm I'm curious to see Justin. What do you think they're going to do with uh, Puliyarvi? Well, I think he's just going to force himself onto that top line by being lights out, playing with Kyle Turris. I've been watching because, you know, I'm a bit of an Oilers fan on the side. You know, they're like my second team other than the Panthers. So I've been watching all their, you know, training camp interviews. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, Jesse Pugliarvi, his English is better. It's not good, but it's better. <laughs> um, Darnell Nurse was hyping him up. Uh, you know, he, he seems like uh, he seems like it's going to be a blast. Uh, it seems like he and uh, Kyle Turris are really hitting it off, becoming best friends. You know, kind of an odd couple situation there. Uh, so, I believe I, – I was doing my fantasy hockey projections the other day. And initially, I had Jesse Pugliarvi projected for, like, 30 goals. And then I thought I should probably tweak the formula a bit. 30 goals. <laughs> so, now I think he's projected for, like, 26. <laughs> <laughs> on the third line and josh archibald is one of his line no josh josh archibald is on his line because uh tyler ennis is gonna tyler ennis is gonna move up oh so it's really tyler ennis <laughs> kyle turris two of the biggest stars of the early 2010s playing with yesi pulyarvi gonna be a blast uh but no i don't mind that it's about where yeah the oilers fit in so i like that uh taylor who do you have Yes, this one was also tough. I feel like two and three could go uh, interchangeably, but I also have the Oilers. Um, I think they are poised for a good year, but the same. Like, I'm not super confident about their goaltending. Obviously, Dreisaitl and um, McDavid are incredible. Uh, you know, if one of them gets hurt, they're in trouble. But they also are a full of uh, roster that have played, and not even just all former Oilers, but players that love missing the playoffs. Like, they have a lot of guys who just – hate the postseason I don't they don't have any playoff experience or any guys who have like winning pedigree um so I don't know I think they, they'll be good and they could they can make a they're finally like make them themselves a, a winning team uh this year it's a it's an odd year um but yeah I still have them at three uh I can't as much as I wanted to convince myself they'd be two or one I, I can't do it yeah, no, I, I agree with a lot I think of you're that. forgetting that uh, Kyle Turris is like elite playoff caliber <laughs> Ottawa <laughs> yeah. Senator player. So Yeah, and I'm pretty That's sure James true. Neal, James Neal, I think, was runner up in back to back cup finals. 
Uh, I forgot they got you. Oh, yeah, I forgot about James Neal. But, yeah, uh, game changer. <laughs> changes everything. Changes everything. Number one. I bump him up to the one. <laughs> uh, at this pick, I, yeah. I have Winnipeg at this pick. Uh, okay. Because I like I like Connor Hellebuck that much. Uh, Patrick Liney, you know, he, he may say he wants out, but he's just – it's because he hasn't bonded with Paul – he hasn't gotten hung out with Paul Stastny yet. Uh, he, he had his best season playing with Paul Stastny. They're probably super close. I could see them being like best buddies away from the rink, along with the Ehlers. Uh, so I, I think they'll be good. And then like, you know, I think the real X factor for them could be uh, Christian Veselainen, uh coming in if he plays this year. Uh, you know, he's a big power forward winger. Uh, so he can put it together and be a contributor. I think this team will be all right in spite of the fact that their defense sucks. I think they'll just overcome that. With I, they, they, they managed last season, so who knows? Yeah, you know, it was an easy task, but, you know, Connor Hellebuck, he's just that good. Uh, and we all know it. Uh, no, who you got next? All second right, in so, Second so in the division. Second and the division. Um, so I have Montreal as second, and I have Toronto Why? first. Listen, the, Taylor brought up a good point when he was talking about the Oilers is – what happens if like dry gets injured or like you look at any other team, if Elias Pettersson gets injured for Vancouver, Montreal doesn't have that problem. Carrie price. What if because... Carrie price gets hurt? <laughs> okay, or Seward? Jake Allen is poised. <laughs> Jake Allen is poised to step into that role. Um, he lost his job to like a career ECHL goalie. <laughs> he was good in the playoffs when Bennington wasn't. Okay, sure. That's that's true. Um, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, yeah. Jake but, Allen, no, good goalie. All right. So, other than for goaltending, because you could say that about any team if their number one goaltender is out. Um, you you look at Montreal, no high end talent, but an incredibly deep team, and I think that's going to mean a lot in this really shortened season uh, for injuries. It's going to mean so much less if. Philippe Deneau gets injured than if John Tavares gets injured for the Leafs. But at the end of the day, the Leafs are the best team in this division. They're going to win number one. Um, it's they, they just have so much high-end talent on offense. Their defense, obviously, is always the talking point. And now I guess the goaltending is a talking point just because Maple Leafs fans have chosen to turn on Frederick Anderson for some wild reason that I still oh, do not comprehend. No, it's because he was really bad in their scrimmage yesterday, which for some reason was televised. On TSN. <laughs> on TSN. We watched that I watched that game on TSN. And I won't lie, like the 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 Leafs forwards, like they looked really good yesterday, but they're also playing the Leafs defense. So it's really <laughs> not fair. fair. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think the Leafs are are, are destined to to win this division. It, it's really it's their division to lose in my opinion. Yeah, and you know, knowing them, they might lose it. Uh, uh, Barker, who do you have? One and two. I, I do agree with Noah that it is the Maple Leafs division to lose, and I say they lose it. So I think they are going to get second, and the Vancouver Canucks will win this division. The, the Maple Leafs, we'll get to the Canucks in a second here. We'll get to the Canucks in a second here. Talk about the Maple Leafs here. Uh, th- this team is is very good, as, as they have been the past few years. They're a very good team. I just don't like, I, I don't think that their problem is skill. I think their problem has always been style of play and, me- and mentality. And I don't think it's changed. I, I watched a bit of it 
last night. And I'm not going to base my entire opinion on one televised TSN scrimmage, like because that's completely stupid. But um, I I don't think I, I last night I didn't see a, a change in style of play. I saw the same flashiness. I saw the same like just overcomplicating scenarios. I saw Mitch Marner make way too many unnecessary passes when he should have shot the puck. I also don't just cherry picking at the other team's blue line. <laughs> yeah, like scrimmage. There, there was a play when I saw like they were breaking in on a three on two, and Marner had like Marner had the puck in the slot, passed it to Thornton. Thornton passed it back to him, and then he passed again to try to go back to the defense. Yeah, and those were, neither of those guys like, ever want to shoot. Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? Like, shoot the puck. Like, it's it's right there. So yeah, they. I I think this is the exact. They're gonna have the exact same problem that they had last year. And until they figure it out, I'm not like I'm not gonna put them at the top. Also, I don't understand why they have decided to turn on Freddie Anderson. Like, I I don't think he's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's an kind of unbelievable goalie. But I also don't think he's the reason why this team is like not making it past the first round. I think he does his job. So that's. That's it. An elite Jack Campbell backup, of course, just just in case. Uh, I did like Miko Lettinen, though. That's a nice addition to the back if they get that. But going to the Canucks here, I am all aboard the Canucks bandwagon in this case. I think this team is Why? built. I think this team's built well. I don't. I. It's like it sounds controversial, obviously. I think they have a good top six, like a top six with Pedersen, Besser, and Miller, and then Horvat, Pearson, and Hoglander is solid. That's a solid one, and I look at the way that they the way that they play the game, and then the defense is unreal. Quinn Hughes is one of the best young defensemen in the league, if not the best. You can make an argument he's the best young defenseman in the league. Edler and Schmidt, and Schmidt like I love the addition of Nate Schmidt, even though he's a uh, PED user, but he uh, I love that addition, and I do believe the Demko hype. I think he is legit. And a lot of that obviously banks on like a lot of my prediction banks on whether he is legit or not. Cause I'm, I'm pretty unsure about Holpe, but the fact that they have both Holpe and Demko in their net as well, uh, can set them up really well. I, I think this is a team that's going to be really, really tough to play against. Like a, a, they've got grit, they've got the good style of play then they, and they have the high end talent as well. So I'm, that's my bold prediction here. I think this is a team that is systematically set up and built to just be better than the Maple Leafs in this case, just because of how poorly the Maple Leafs choose to, choose to play at that. If the Maple Leafs figure it out, they've got this division locked. It's easy. But uh, if they if they don't figure it out, they got second. All right. I like it. Taylor, who you got at one and two? Yeah, I have the inverse. I have uh, Vancouver at two and Maple Leafs at one. I mean, I – and I think actually in the playoffs, it's going to be somewhat similar to, to the previous seasons. Like last season, Vancouver might uh, get to the second round or so and, and the Maple Leafs could win the division and then choke in the first or second round. I just I, – I, I agree that the Vancouver is really on the on the rise. I love their goaltending tandem. I know Dem- Demko's improving and people are worried about Holpe. But Holpe's only 31 – he a bad season for Hopi is still better than more than half the league starting goalies. Um, he's just, he's really good. I mean, he's not he's not don't get me wrong, he's not top 10 or whatever, but he's a very, very quality backup slash starter if he has to be. Uh, who's proven won a cup. Um, Demko, I really like his game. I mean, I I, I think their goaltending's fabulous. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I like their defense. Uh, PED users or not, they have a good defense, and then same with that young core of, of Horvat. Pedersen uh, and Boser, those three guys are, are, are really, really solid. And they also have a, a really nice 
uh, not only uh, uh, Hughes, but like their prospects also coming in. They've had some crazy sneaky picks recently. So uh, I like Vancouver for two. Uh, I think also they could just be good going forward. And then, yeah, Maple Leafs divisions to lose. I mean, I love the Wayne Simmons pickup. I love uh, Thornton. I know these guys are slow and aging, but it's the opposite of what the Maple Leafs had. They had all these young, fast guys, no grit, no toughness, um, no experience, uh, really showed. So getting some of those guys on bridge contracts, I think will help propel them to the top of the division. I don't think necessarily win them a cup, but I do think that they should win this. I, I think, I think Toronto has real Tampa Bay vibes from last season, you know, like Tampa Bay brought in Bogosian. They yeah. brought in, like, I think Toronto Shattenkirk. brought in Bogosian too. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. Toronto has a lot of Tampa Bay vibes. We'll see if it actually. And Michael Hutchinson. Out. They got Michael Hutchinson back. Bogosian is the X factor as to whether you win a cup or not. Bogosian exactly. and Hutchinson are going to single-handedly take them to the next level. Exactly. No, I agree. They have those vibes. They do. They, they, they really have the Tampa Bay vibes, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. They have Maple Leafs mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I agree with Barker that I think it's the Leafs division's to, division to lose, uh, and I also have them losing it uh, <laughs> because I just never believe in that team whatsoever. Like, they just Don't seem they- – until they prove otherwise, I'm going to keep betting against Like, them. every year, it's just <laughs> some new thing that just causes them to self-implode. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like the they're just their own worst enemy. Win the division, and I'll shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like, even though they brought in, like, some toughness, like, I still think, like, they're pretty soft. Like, Wayne Simmons, obviously tough, but Gojian tough, Jake Muzzin tough. But when those guys aren't on the ice, like, I would just take runs at their stars, like, all day. <laughs> like, that's strictly how I play them. I don't know. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I thought William Nylander looked really good in that scrimmage last night. He did. But, I mean, who doesn't when you're playing, you know, Martin Marincin? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I have them at two. I think they'll be very good. But I think they lose the division. Uh, <laughs> that means my number one seed's Edmonton. <laughs> I know some of you might say biased, but let me just whip out some numbers here. So, we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll start with the goaltending. You know, Miko Koskinen gets a lot of flack. Um, and like deservedly so at times, like he's not great at the sharp angles. And a lot of that's just cause he's coming from Russia where, uh, guys don't shoot from there in Russia because it's bigger ice surface and they just love to pass it around. Uh, but his numbers from last year are like almost identical to Jacob Markstrom's. So is he that like terrible? No. Is he that good? No, but like, he's okay. You can get it done. He's a fun guy. He's super tall. So there's like already like an 80% chance that he makes a save anyways. All right. So we'll move on to the discover central division uh, where obviously our Florida Panthers are playing. Uh, And we'll start off with you, Noah, who do you have last in this division? This is like such an easy pick, like ridiculously easy. Um, The Detroit Red Wings and the, the mediocrity is going to continue. It's just, I don't see this. I don't think you call that mediocrity. (laughs) It's definitely below mediocrity. Like, I I just don't see this team mounting to anything in the near future. It's it's just been – it has not been good for them. Although, I mean, they obviously have, like – I think I'm pretty sure they own, like, all of Finland and Sweden's world junior teams. (laughs) At least it seemed like that. Um so definitely there's a future in sight, but the present is quite dark. 
Yeah, no, it's fair, fair take, fair take. Uh, Barker, who do you have? I am going with the Chicago Blackhawks at the bottom. I think this team is worse. I think both teams are awful, and they're both gonna just, yeah, like I, I'm, I like the fact that they're both in the same division too is just unbelievable. Like the these two teams are horrible, but I think that the Blackhawks will be worse. They have one line of Dylan Strom, Alex DeBrincat, and Patrick Kane, which should be fine. Again, not like Dylan Strom has not by any means been what he was supposed to be, but you hope that he can get to a decent level there uh, when he plays with the breakout and Kane. But after that, like, like the, the next nine forwards on this team are, are like not where you want to be at all. And like Duncan Keith is well past uh, his good days. And, and like, we got Nikita Zadorov playing now. We've got like elite checking defenseman. Ian Mitchell, that's a funny. I'm good. He's coming up. Okay. But then, like, I'm the goalie situation is just shocking to look at. Like, Malcolm Subban, Colin Delia, I want to say his name, and then, uh, yeah, Kevin Lankinen. Yeah. Like, that's that in itself is when you look at the other teams in the division, too, like, they could get their net just filled. Unbelievable, especially since Philip Zadina, I do remember saying, uh, he, he promised that he was going to fill nets with pucks. Uh, specifically Montreal and Ottawa's nets, but I think he will not have a problem with Chicago's net at all this year. So I'm going with Chicago at eight. All right, I like it. Taylor, who do you got? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's definitely going to be close for who's the worst of these two original six teams, uh, but I'll be happily, confidently able to say for the first time publicly that Detroit could be the worst team in the league again, and that makes me so happy because they were so good my whole life, and I hate them. Uh, but yeah, their roster is pretty sad. At least, you know, I know uh, Chicago doesn't have uh, Taze healthy quite yet, but at least they still have Taze and Kane. I mean, Detroit's got such a sad franchise. Uh Outside of uh, D-Boss, Dylan Larkin. I mean, like, there's no one who excites me to watch. I really hope Detroit has a, a franchise low in points this year. I can't wait. Yeah, I think, yeah, for sure these are the two worst teams in this division. Uh, but uh, I agree with Barker. I got uh, I got Chicago here because I think that team's just brutal. And mainly because of their goaltending. Like, those three guys, like, I'm not confident any of those guys can be a starter uh, and we'll find out, and especially playing behind that defense. Like that doesn't help. Like Kirby doc was really big for them to play in. They don't have him anymore. Uh, so yeah, this team just is tragic to me. Detroit's not great either. Uh, um, but I like some of the death pieces on Detroit a bit more. And uh, so for that, and their goalies are just like slightly better. So, uh, yeah, I have Chicago last. Uh, Noah, I assume your second last is going to be? Yeah, I was going to say, we, we pretty much all have the, the same bottom two, and I have Chicago mm-hmm. second last. Um, I the, the only reason I have them over Detroit is because Patrick Kane, and you never know what a superstar caliber player can do for a team. So that, that's the only reason I have him there. And, I mean, we never know when Jonathan Taze could be back for them. Yeah, I mean, like, if your team playing the Blackhawks, like, you kind of really only have to worry about Kane. Exactly. Like, 32-year-old Patrick Kane. Sure, but he, he wasn't even that good last year. Exactly. 
but even even with Patrick Kane getting like like double covered and constantly having eyes on him, like he always like it seems like automatic two goals and an assist every night for him. So <laughs> I, I I just that's why I have them at two as well. Patrick Kane is that good, regardless of his age. I think he gives them a little bit of an edge, but not by much. One hundred percent. Nice and Parker. I assume you got Detroit second last. Yes, it's not even a question. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, we can just like this. Yeah, that's that's brief. That's easy. Yeah. Uh, third last in the division. No, who you got? This is all where right. it's interesting. All right. Uh, I I don't understand why there's so much hype around this team. Um, for me, it's Montreal's Nashville. in the other day. Oh, it's Nashville. Nashville. Um, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. I, <laughs> I I just I I have no faith in this Nashville team. I think they. They, they have, like, all these, like, good forwards, but they still, like, manage to find a way to struggle to score goals. And I don't think there's there is an answer in sight for them. I think they've made some fairly poor signings over the offseason. So, uh, I, I have them at third last. All right. All right. Like it. Jacob? I completely agree. Nashville's going to be third last in this division. Uh, I mean, like, they – I don't know. I've, I've never really been too convinced with just their wa- roster construction here. I feel like they're just overloading and like mediocre, like, like, like Duchesne and Johansson. Like, I, I don't mind Ryan Johansson, but I, I think he's paid a lot of money to just kind of put up a mediocre amount of points. Like he's making $8 million and he was like yeah. half a point a game last year. Like that's that's a lot of money for that. I, I just feel like they're constantly underproducing. Um, I mean, like Matt Duchesne is an elite player, and they also did they did add Mark Borowiecki from the Ottawa Senators, so that is a plus as well for their roster. But I love Mark Borowiecki. But yeah, good third liner there. Uh, I think it's Saros Saros's net for the time being. I think the like like they'll be obviously way better than Detroit and Chicago, but. Yeah, I think they'll be the worst of, of the top teams here. All right, Taylor, who do you have? Yeah, I agree. It's going to be Nashville. Um, too much money tied up in underproducing forwards like Duchesne, Johansson, Granlund. I mean, like, they're not super, you know, attractive up front. They don't put pucks in the net. They're not very strong. They great defense and, and solid goaltending. Uh, but they just don't score enough. And also, I don't – I mean – I guess it was time for Pierre Labulette to go, but like John Hines is his replacement to me is kind of silly. I just don't, I don't, I think Dave, Dave Poyles also overstayed his welcome. I think they're uh, like on the verge of having kind of a collapse and then having to like refigure it out from top to bottom. Yeah, I agree with all you. I, I'm not sure here too. Uh, for, for all those reasons as well. Uh, just an underwhelming team every year like the last couple of years um i don't get why their power play sucks either like it's never good and like you have that many good players like it just makes no sense to me i also don't you know john hines is the coach like i don't think that's an upgrade over over laviolette like i don't know like they should have just kept trots for forever but you know that's whatever uh next up noah all right next up I have, uh, and this was a tough decision for me. I was bouncing around between two teams, but for me, it's got to be the Dallas Stars. I just, I know they made this cup run this year, but I think that circumstances made it so they could make it. Um, 
I have like no faith in Anton Kudobin just watching him in the bubble. It literally looked like every shot could go in, but he just, it looked like he struggled to make every single save, but made them. And I just, I, I don't have that much faith in that. I think Ben Bishop is, I mean, maybe not washed up, but he's definitely past his good years. So um, I, I, I think Dallas will, will take a significant step back. But I still expect them to be competitive in trying to reach that playoff spot. All right. All right. I like it, Jacob. Yeah, I've got a toss up between two teams here. Um, I'm going to put, oh, this is such a tough decision. I feel like I'm going to regret it either way. I'm going to put Columbus as the five here. I like, again, it's, it's kind of a similar issue that I had with Montreal. Like, I, I know there's a lot of talent here, but I'm just not sold completely on everything like like Jones and Wierenski is a great top parent and they're going to eat up minutes as well and I have faith in Torres who's a good good coach but I, I just feel like this team is not like they just lack that high-end talent up front like I, PLD is good but there's also rumors that he's on the move I don't know how realistic that is but there are some rumors around that uh, they I like the addition of Max Domi to an extent uh, but yeah, I just feel like this team is just in this division, one spot out in my mind. All right. All right. Taylor, who do you have? This might be a controversial pick and I'm hoping it's the catalyst for what is their best season yet, but I'm going to go with the Florida Panthers. I, uh, I know, I think again, uh, similar, they're on the rise. I love their drafting recently. Um, they obviously have Bob in that who should have a bounce back here. It's probably feeling the weight of the juniors prospects on his shoulders. Um, I love Ekblad, I love Barkov, and and you know they have they have some great pieces. I love Huberto, but the, like the rest of the roster just isn't gonna necessarily I think put them over the top. Um, they still have a lot of work to do. They're just another one of those franchises like Edmonton, where like um, or, or Maple Leafs, like until they they prove me otherwise, like I, I can't uh, can't put all my eggs in that basket. But I'm rooting for him. No, I like that's fair. Sir, uh, I have I have Columbus on the spot, uh, like Jacob. Um, obviously, they've been very good the last couple of years, and they play you know they play hard. They got good defense, uh, good goaltending, obviously. But I just I don't see them having enough offense. Um, so I, I think they'll they'll slip a bit this year. I think there'll be some regression from a lot of guys. Like I still like Bjorkstrand. Uh, I don't like Max Domi, uh, but I guess he's maybe an upgrade. I guess technically, but I don't know. And, and a lot of those guys are getting older too, like Foligno. And so I, yeah, I think they'll slip a bit. So I ha I'm in this spot. Uh, no, who do you have next? All right. So next I do have Columbus. Um, I, I just, you know, like I think everyone bet against Columbus last season and everyone was kind of like, proven wrong. And I expect the same to happen this season. So I'm, I'm just, playing it safe, giving them the last playoff spot. Uh, I mean, they, they brought in, they they kind of just they, very interesting what they did to their lineup. Uh, I love the Max Domi edition. Uh, I think that he's going to be a stellar 2C for them. And, I mean, obviously, Miko Koivu is going to bring a veteran presence. So excited I forgot they had Koivu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so excited to see what they're going to bring. And I definitely think they, they'll be a playoff team. All right. Barker? This is a, another tough one here. I'm going to go with the Panthers, but there wow. is a lot of excitement around this team. 
when I when I look like I I love a lot of the additions they made, but it's just I just don't know like what they're gonna do necessarily. Just because like like I love the Anthony Duclair addition. I think it's low risk, high reward. Uh, they paid him almost nothing compared to like, he was asking for like a five by five, and he got a one year one year one point seven. Like that's a steal considering what he was asking for. And I think he has so much talent that just hasn't found. Uh, so he just hasn't found quite his home. I thought he found it in Ottawa last year when he started off super hard. Uh, they, like he started off super strong and it was like, it was really good. And then he just completely slipped after the all-star break. So I don't know what he's going to look like, but I mean, you stick him on a line with Barkov and anything can happen. Right. But I think they're good, but again, it, it just lacking a level of certainty around this team. Just Bobrovsky, I'm hoping is going to have a bounce back here. He's on my fantasy team, so I hope that he does that. But uh, if he doesn't, then that could open up some issues. And, and yeah, that's that's my stance with him. All right. Taylor, who do you have? Yeah, I have Columbus. Um, you know, again, like, like Noah said, they, they need some interesting moves, um, interesting team. Uh, they always play hard. I think it could be the third year in a row they get in a low seed and then cause a first round trouble whether they win or not. So, yeah, I got Columbus at four. Nice, nice. I like it. Uh, I got I got Dallas here at four. Uh, I think we'll see some regression from last year, but I also think they have like some young guys who will take a step. Like I think Rope Hints can still be better. Gurianov looked really good in the play, and and I have him in fantasy, so I kind of need him to be good. Their defense is solid. Um, Godobin's also a weird one too, but until he proves to me that he's not good, like I'll I'll believe in him. So I think they're still a playoff team, but I don't think they're you know, making a run to the conference final or anything uh, quite like that. Uh, third in the division, no, you got. All right, our Panthers, third third in the division. I think that, that this is the perfect slot for them. Uh, I'm really excited. I The only, like, thing that worries me is their defense. Um, it's, a, it's a team that has a very, like, awkwardly built defense, which could – mean that like once again like kind of like calgary make or break the team i think that they've got good forward top six i think they have good depth and expecting big thing the big things from bobrovsky this season all right all right love it jacob i've got the dallas stars in this three seed here Uh, again i do think they're is going to be some regression from like they're not cup contenders in my mind. Uh, I, I think they have a strong team, and like guys like Miro Heiskanen and John Klingberg, like these are big names. And I'm, I'm wondering whether Thomas Harley cracks his roster or at least makes his way up. We'll see with that. Um, but yeah, the, the goaltending was way too shaky in my mind, even during that cup run. Um, and I don't love what they've got to offer up front. I don't think they added enough high-end talent. I think it's a lot of the same with Ben Hintz, like Guriano. Like it's, it's a lot of what we saw last year. I don't think they got much better. So I think they'll be good enough to get the three here, and they're still a strong team, but I don't see them as uh, as a contenders in my mind. All right. All right. Dale, who'd you have? 
Yeah, I have the uh, Carolina Hurricanes slotting in at three. I mean, I love their team. I think they have the potential to even get to two. They're, I love Rob Brindamore's system. They're extremely well coached. I think uh, uh, Slavin and um, Ajo and Svechnikov are only going to get better and better. Um, but they still are lacking that, like, true superstar force that can put them over the top. So I think they'll be a, a solid solid uh, contender um, at three. Yeah, no, Carolina is a really well-built team. Uh, at three for me, I have our Florida Panthers. Um, I think, you know, some people think they got worse this offseason. I think they kind of just got – they like they just have a different look to them. I don't think it's necessarily worse. Uh, like, they lose Mike Hoffman, but I think Mike Hoffman was, like, a touch overrated anyways. Like, he kind of just, like, scored on the power play, which is not, like, that difficult. So – like I don't tell that, even, tell that to the Predators. Yeah, it shouldn't be that <laughs> difficult, like to just stand in a one spot and shoot the puck. Like, shouldn't be that hard, but whatever. Uh, so I think like Duclair can fill that. You Hornquist net front. Uh, I have some bold predictions for the Panthers this year. I'm projecting Anthony Duclair career year. Barkov, Selk, Huberto. <laughs> <laughs> A heart? No, do you? <laughs> no, no, Huberto runner-up for the Selk. <laughs> yeah, all, uh, all the Selkie runners-up are just going to be Aaron Florida Panthers. Close, does he get close to the Norris? No, but he's close. Uh, Calder, that's Owen Tippett's to lose uh, based on what he's done in their, their scrimmage game so far. Uh, he's looked great. Uh, but what about Alexi Hepaniemi? Eponiemi, he's gonna slug it out in wherever he's playing and just have a blast. I think he needs to start like significant growth hormone three treatments. Like that guy. He should I... get on the Nate Schmidt diet. <laughs> 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 like I think he's like, what like five seven, hundred and forty pounds. Like guy is tiny. So no, I think he... he's like five ten, hundred and forty, which oh, is arguably. He's five ten. Yeah, so He's not a big guy. He definitely needs to bulk up, but I don't see him making the team anytime soon. Yeah. He's going to try. Does, Sir, like, does Sergei Bobrovsky get back to his Vesna form this season? Yes. I think he's even better than his Vesna season. <laughs> uh, simply, you know, they got the, the four goalie coaches, game changer. Uh, you know, might even room to add, you know, a fifth or a sixth in my mind, but uh, they're rolling with four. So I, I, I guess I I got the job as the fifth. Fifth goal. You're the fifth goalie coach. I'm yeah, gonna have to move definitely. down a couple slots. I, I, I specialize on a uh, on blocker side saving. <laughs> nice. Oh, All right. Yeah. Uh, so one and two. One and two. Uh, who you got, Noah? I imagine we're gonna have some really show. tough for me. Like I I honestly like. I think what what's going to make this is just I'm going to put Tampa Bay at two and Carolina at one because Tampa Bay love that team. Like, honestly, like killer team, obviously state rivals with the Panthers. So can't put them number one and Kucherov's out for the season. Although I fully expect uh, the them to him to come back in the playoffs and them to have like a hundred and ten million dollar cap hit in the playoffs and just get away with it. Uh, I I just don't think that they're going to be able to keep it up another season. They're going to be very good, but I'm giving division to Carolina. I think they've had they have a great built team, and as Taylor said, I mean Brindamore's system is just 
he gets he gets guys to just leave it all out there and it's unbelievable. All right, love it. Barker. Yeah, I was I'm gonna go the exact same way here. This like I, I love Tampa as well. I, I'm hoping Stamkos can kind of get back good get back into his form here. And then they, they still have a lot of good to offer here. Like Braden Point's still a strong player. I love Andre Pilat. Like they've got good pieces around here. And Victor Hedman's obviously one of the best defensemen in the league besides Aaron Eckblad and Thomas Shabbat. Those are the only two I would put ahead of him. Um, but yeah, like Vasilevsky is still in net. So he, he's going to do well, but I think this Carolina team is legit from top to bottom. I think they're, they're built to win like now in, in my mind when I look at them and then for the future as well, just with how young their talent is, Spechnikov, Aho, Teravainen, I, I, I think it's such a such a strong team. And I think Peter Mrazek, as long as he can hold, I think he's a good goalie. So as long as he can kind of maintain his form, uh, he'll, they'll be good. I think this team is very, very strong. All right. All right. Nice. Taylor, who do you have one and two? Yeah, it was, like I said, two and three I thought were interchangeable and I had Carolina at three, but the team I think at twos that might slightly overtake it them is the Dallas Stars. I do think they're going to experience progression too. A little bit of a, a hangover. Uh, I'm not confident about Kudobin either, uh, but they still have a ton of firepower. They are well coached. Um, I mean, they're getting hit with COVID already, so they could they could have a, a rocky start. But the main reason why I have them too is because they match up with this division so well. I mean, I know the... The Panthers do as well. Um, I'm sorry, the Panthers and the Hurricanes do as well. But the the Stars, I feel like, have dominated, aside, you know, aside the, the Lightning in the Cup, they've dominated every single one of these teams the last few seasons, and I don't think that's going to change. Unless Radulov goes full berserker on his own teammates or something crazy happens, I think the Stars are poised to be the number two seed, but then I think they're going to crumble pretty fastly in the, uh, quickly in the playoffs. And then number one, I have the Lightning. Um they still have Hedman. They still have Azalevsky. They still have Kalorn. They have, you know, they're such a deep roster. I mean, Patty Maroon, you know, the, the checking line, <laughs> like the Blake Coleman's of the teams. Like I, I just they, like from, from, from top to bottom, their, their roster is pretty sound. Um, I love uh, Cooper. I think he, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Um, and uh, yeah, they're still reaping the rewards from, from all the pieces that Eisenman brought in and the, and uh uh, even uh, Adam Foot's on uh, Callum Foot might play this year too, and I'm, I'm high on him, obviously. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I think Lightning uh, could be a one uh, again. I think this is uh, one of those divisions that yeah, like the Hurricanes could win three and then wind up being the best one in the playoffs. But um, but yeah, I got uh, the two Cup guys. Got to give them their respect for one and two. All right, love it. Uh, yeah, I was kind of torn in this division between Carolina and Tampa. Kind of went back and forth on both of them for that one seed. Uh, but I think I think I'm gonna go Tampa Bay at two, Carolina at one. Um, the only real question mark I have with Carolina is in net with Peter Morazic and, and James Reimer. But then I remember that they beat the Leafs last year with the Zamboni driver, and so <laughs> I don't think it really matters who's in that uh, at that point. And uh, I don't think like last year like they didn't really have a star player, but I think like Svechnikov or Aho can take that next step to become like a truly like top end player in this league. Uh, and I think that happens this year. Their defense is awesome with Dougie and Slavin uh, and Pesci and, you know, Jake Gardner, Leafs legend. Uh, so like they're, they're solid all the way around Tampa, obviously Kucherov, like it hurts them in the regular season to, to not have them. 
Uh, I'm not sold on their defense. Big loss in the offseason with Shattenkirk and Bogosian. I mean, how do you replace two guys like that? Uh, they're just, <laughs> Arguably the best rentals in NHL history, in my opinion. <laughs> exactly. So it just in in my mind, I think they they'll they'll slip a bit this year, and I think Carolina has enough that they can overtake them. And I mean, yeah, Rod Brindamore just fantastic coach, obviously. So, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I know most people. I was looking at the other podcasts, and most of the guys on the other podcast had Tampa at one, but they also had like Florida second last in this div, so they're just wrong. Yeah, it's clearly it, they're just yeah disrespecting the Panthers, which you know it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I guess that kind of wraps up this episode of the podcast. Another long one always is when we have Barker on. Uh, always just turns out that way, so that's his fault. uh but yeah thank you guys for coming on the pod this week we appreciate it uh always good to have you uh thanks to our listeners and we'll be back uh on thursday with a brand new episode and we'll see you guys then Barkov to the net, Barkov between the legs and the goal!